Hi, and thanks for tuning in to the Drink Me Podcast. On this episode, we sit down and speak with poet, MC, and photographer, Corrado Muluk. You can find him on Instagram at C-O-N-R-A-D-O-M-U-L-U-C. On this episode, we discuss how he manages to balance his different creative endeavors and how they tend to cross paths. We also talk about his activism work and how his creativity supports that. Uh, to keep up with all things Street Meat, make sure to visit www.streetmeat.com and make sure to follow us as well on Instagram at StreetMeatDC. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, we talk a lot of nonsense as always, uh, but we also do touch on some nice uh, tokens of information throughout the episode. So we hope you do enjoy. What's up, everybody? You want to kick this one off this time? Let's start it off, yeah. All right. All right, so. <laughs> All right, so. Hey, guys. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> uh, so today's episode, we got Corrado Mulak in the house. Uh, street meat. Muluk. 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 Oh, Muluk. dog, my bad. Muluk. American as fuck. And I'm going to ask you, I'm gonna ask you about how you got that last name, too, because I know it ain't your last name, dog. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, my bad. Conrado Muluk, my bad dog. Uh, that's American in me. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I almost said Maluk at some point too. Like, yeah, yeah it's Maluk. like more like indigenous like type. Yeah, true, true. So introduce yourself, man. I don't need all right, to do all this. So, yeah, so, all right, so Conrado Maluk, and uh, I'm a poet, MC, and photographer from the area. From the area, dog. From the area, from the DMV, right. yo. All right, all right. <laughs> I can respect the area because yeah, maybe we don't have to say DMV all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah, but based out in Alexandria, though. You got a listener outside ABA, of the gang, area? Gang. <laughs> Yo, it's ABA, ABA, bro. ABA, dog. My man Pierre was like, you got to say ABA, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I, I'm that. Old, I'm always trying to put off a VA, dog. That's true. That's true, though. That's true. <laughs> uh, I am Pierre. Pierre underscore Funes on all social media and all that shit. We also have uh, Cody in here. Uh, DC Viking. You want to? D.C.Viking. There he is. And hey. Sway. Sway's view. There you go. <laughs> Ooh, so lackluster. <laughs> We're still hurting from our no, last podcast. No, it's actually Sway's underscore. Nah, view. chill, dog. Don't don't fuck people up like that. Is it not? It's not. It's not. It's not. It doesn't it's all one word, man. Yeah, it's it's all one word. True. Fuck that underscore stuff. That True. should be hurting. Oh, should we dropping IG names, yo? Conrado Maluk. <laughs> dog, it's and, everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> it's the same name, yo. No bullshit. So yeah, man. So we want to bring you in. We know you from the community and we know that you are vastly talented in a lot dog, of different I, fields. I've known this man for a minute. Appreciate I, that. Yeah, because I, I, dog, I saw, I saw some of your pictures and at the time I was like living or like, I was really trying to put on for Alexandria and I know we, we went to the same high school, T.C. Williams, uh-huh. remember the Titans, the movie? Yeah. Gang gang. <laughs> <laughs> graduate, no, did we graduate the same year? Nah, bruh. No, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, older. yeah, you're older. I'm like okay. class 2013. 2013? Yeah. Jesus Christ. That was 2007. <laughs> 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 nah, but I remember that. I remember like seeing uh, your photos and like seeing you putting work on IG and shit. And like, I was like, damn, this dude from AVA too. We from the same high school. It was pretty dope. I was really into that kind of stuff back then. Um, and then I, and then I, uh, how do we even meet? I don't even remember how we met. Like, so like, I remember I posted some. I had, uh, I was at oh, Nova, and I yeah. posted some pictures from like uh, my first gallery yeah, that I was a yeah, part yeah. of at school. Mm-hmm. And you fucked with it. You was like, yo, like let's link up. You hit me up on IG. I was like, I bet. And like we, I think we literally linked up like an yeah. hour later because we yeah. was at Landmark and yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. My man pulled up in the whip, and then we just started driving. I was like, hey, that's what's up. That's dope. Had the Quick, camera get out. No time to explain, huh? Get it, loser. <laughs> <laughs> For real. That's 
shit was dope. And we had our cameras Let's go get out. these likes. <laughs> Let's go get these likes. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, no, because I, I remember, like, I remember saw, I saw some of your work, and then I saw, like, the thing with the gallery, and for me, at that time, like, something of of a gallery, just a gallery in general, was such mm-hmm. a new concept to me. I was yeah. like, holy shit, yo, a gallery, this man's in a gallery, yo, we, that's, like, that's dope as shit. Mm-hmm. And then, like, and then we, and then I found out that, you know, we, we, we are all kind of in the same circle of friends at the time, kind yeah. of, like, Jenny and, and all them, you know Jenny Lazaro, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's when I that's when I reached out. I was like, "Yo, I'm doing this thing, Street Meet DC. You know, come through. Let's hang out. Let's go shoot." And then we mm-hmm. we, uh, we got onto the roof of that one building at one time. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the same night. Honestly, was it? It probably was. Yeah, yeah. We was with <laughs> your bro, we was with your, uh, cool your friend Luis. Show, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's my cousin. Yeah, yeah your cousin, cousin Luis. Luis. Yeah, 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 we yeah. went out and like just shot the city. It was pretty dope. And, that, and for people listening at that time, Instagram only allowed 15 second videos at the time. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, and he did like a quick recap. Yeah, that was a that quick was little tight. video yeah. and everything. And I mean, I had a, I had a shit ton of fun that night just because like we I was able. It to was do cold long. though. It was yeah, like yeah. super cold. Like yeah, the wind. Cold. Like yo, you had to have gloves on when you're shooting <laughs> and shit. Like trying to press the the button. I was like, oh. This man got me out here catching hypothermia for some fucking ice. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, let's do it. <laughs> How dedicated are you for these lights, motherfucker? <laughs> but yeah, uh, so what, what you um, so I know right now you're you know you're kind of you, you're still a photographer, but you're do, you're also kind of in the music scene now. Like you're doing, yeah, I seen you I, I I seen you put on some shows. I've seen the videos and I've seen you promoting all that stuff. How's that like? What's that? What's that transition like? When um yeah. like it was it was tough, yo. It was tough like balancing it all. But like um I was a poet first, you know. Like at school I was always a poet. Like I was the like the leader of my poetry club out in high school and shit. Like I was always writing. That was always a big part of me, like hip hop, making music. Um, but then like eventually I like got into photography, bought my camera, um, started taking pictures, the st- like going to street meet, uh, all the meets. And I'm um, just like, you know, building my craft and trying to figure that out. And then recently, like about a year and a half ago, um, I went to this event and I was supposed to showcase my photographs. And I did, but they also wanted performers. And I was like, oh shit, yo, I can probably do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I went out there, I had a song already written. So I went out and performed and rocked, and it was like really dope. It was out in, um, I believe, Columbia Heights. Mm-hmm. And like, we was out there, it's called Arts in Action. They don't do it anymore, but it was really dope because it was integrating like activism and art. Mm-hmm. So putting it all together. So you had a lot of organizers and a lot of uh, organizations from there like coming together and like trying to build something with it. So they allowed me to come in, go on stage, and I performed, and like, it get, it get, like I got a really good response from everybody so i was like yo like fuck it i'm about to do this shit too what you <laughs> i'm mean? about to be a whole rapper too though yeah you know what i'm saying it was yeah. dope and then ever since then like i just been rocking shows like non-stop just trying to build the craft the same with photography right mm-hmm. so, so do you do you feel like there's like any kind of stigma with the word rapper with what you're doing because like um oh yeah like if we go like back to a rapper and mc you talking about like rapper like you can look at it as someone that just talks about like certain shit and not doesn't really go into detail or like someone that talks about like like money hoes clothes like trying to you know what I'm saying something that's very flamboyant and not necessarily like that 
brings a lot of skill in terms of like poetry and trying to right. build like different rhyme so schemes and shit. So you like think that. so? You think like maybe poetry is a is a, a required skill for this kind of thing for like being? Nah, like, not not really. Um, if you want to be a rapper, not not really. If you want to be an MC, I feel like there's a poetic side to that. Mm -hmm. You know, what I'm saying when you're rocking the crowd, when you're like trying to create stories and become like this type of storyteller sure. and like really build something that's a little more intricate, a little bit more different. I feel like you need some of that in order to be that type of MC. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, because I mean, like any anybody can grab a mic and make some words rhyme. Yeah, beat, like yeah, you know on a I mean? on a beat, any type of beat, you know, yeah. and just like not make, me, man. Yeah. I, I don't know about anybody. Give me enough whiskey and beer, I'll I'll be able to come up with a rap right. song. And <laughs> have, have a whole melody to it and be like, you know what, I'm mm -hmm. a whole rapper now, dog. It's what you mean? <laughs> it's funny you bring up the word rapper because I feel like in, in, as in the photo community, when you come out telling people you're a photographer, there's a certain kind of stigma to it, also. I don't mm -hmm. know if you experienced that when you started first coming out, like telling people you're a photographer, like, oh, you do weddings, you do baby showers, like, oh, what yeah. do you take photos? Oh yeah, of? Like, yeah, definitely. Like that's um that's the thing, especially when starting off, you just want to like figure out what it is that you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like you can do a little bit of everything, but trying to figure out what type of photographer you are. Um, so like yeah, at first everyone's like, what like what do you what are you shooting? You know what I'm saying? You taking I'm shooting pictures. flowers. Flowers. I'm like, I'm going outside taking pictures of the river and shit. Like, what Everybody, you mean? everyone's done it, man. I've what done you it, mean, we've yo? We've yo, hell it. yeah. That's how you go for real. That's for how real. you start out. Yeah. For when real. you picked up a camera, like, what was the first thing? Put you, that like, big ass water. What, work what was the first thing in your head that you figured like what this camera could do for you? Like, was it for? Um. So like, yeah. Like, I've always been like into like like social movements and like fighting for justice. You know, I'm trying to figure that shit out ever since high school. Like. When I first picked up a camera, it was like a little beat up point and shoot camera, like a little Canon, um, like really small and like the screen was fucked up. So every time I take a shot, I couldn't like see what the hell I was shooting. I would have True. to go back and see it, you know, but like I was just taking pictures and just like trying to figure it all out. So the first thing that I started taking pictures of was like my neighborhood, like going out to nature, like trees, yo, <laughs> like my friends, you know. But at first what I was really trying to do was like... um build like little collages like I had like Photoshop in my little uh, school laptop mm -hmm. and I would just like mess around with it and like like try to put pictures together so I'll take like a portrait of uh, I remember I took a picture of one of my friends I'm um, reading a book that said like that had like rap revolution on it or some shit like True. that it was like an anthology of rap artists oh, I and can she see was that. Yeah, she yeah. was reading the book on like a staircase and then after that I took another portrait of a side view of that same shot and then put it together in like a little collage so that it all comes together so it was like make it I made the image a little transparent so that it all becomes one piece True. and I was like yo how the fuck can I like you know put this uh put these photos together and like make a completely new image so I was like just trying to just mess around with stuff and trying to like build a story off of it True. Okay. Nice. So you picked up the camera with a purpose then? Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, like again, like I was always like really into stuff like just art in general, you know? I remember like going to in my art class at the time, we were like um cutting out like little pieces from National Geographic and you'll like mm. you'll like open up the page and you'll see like all these dope ass photographs and all these dope ass mm. stories and you're like, damn, this is so tight. Like they was actually out in the fields and documenting all these people and like from different backgrounds and different countries and then like they would have us just like cut through it and then build a collage off of it on paper. True. So I was like trying to do that myself with the pictures that I was taking. Ah, I see. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's, That's awesome. Oh man. you remember uh, yeah. it's like uh, I, I did something similar. You remember? You guys remember zoo books? Zoo yeah, books? I remember zoo books. Yeah. I used to I used to mm -hmm. cut out the fucking animal <laughs> pictures and like. 
Awesome. Hey. Hey, yo, this is a cool animal. <laughs> <laughs> like Make shit. Sure kids get that. I know kids these days have tablets and all that, but they need all of that. But yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Hell low yeah. key though, we're all trying to get hired by Nat Geo. Right? Like shit. On the, on the low. Like every yeah. fucking on the high Nat Geo holab. For real. Like I'm gonna swing by the museum one time and leave my card. For real. For real. <laughs> all right, so uh, Maluk, your last name is not Maluk, right? Just nah, like my, it's, it's Castro. My my last name or my middle name is not McThulu either. By the way, I don't know if you guys knew that. Didn't know that. Yeah, it's not McThulu. Oh, okay. It's, I'm the Mick version of Thulu, the the book. Not ringing a bell on anything for me. <laughs> the C T H, U L U U L U. Mm-hmm. It's a novel, by I can't remember the guy's name now. Oh man. Okay, whatever. I didn't read that book, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's 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 got it's a it's a shit ton of lore in it, but whatever. So. Luke, where'd you get that from? So, um, let me see. So, like, couple, a like, couple years ago, like, this is, like, around the time when, like, I was, like, really getting more into photography. And uh, I was like, yo, I need, like, a, like an artist name, you know what I'm saying? And, like, mm-hmm. like I remember growing up, like, we had, uh, like, we was always into the hip-hop culture. So, we always had, like, little, like, pens and shit, like, trying to become little graph writers and, like, you know, like, marking up territory with, like, was spray paint and shit so we always had like little taggy names and like my shit was like little because i always been like the little one of the group <laughs> and then like just coming up with different names i remember uh my boy was like looking at uh different horoscopes and like trying to figure out how it, it connects to us in our culture so like um he started looking at my the mind horoscope so like maluk is actually my mind horoscope like you have like taurus and scorpios and all that shit yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, maluk I'm- actually yeah connects to me um my horoscope and like when I read it, like, you know, when you read your horoscope, you're like, yo, that shit, like, really matches the person that you but it's, are. But it's mostly gr- Greek stuff. Like, it, like well, I, I would imagine, well, mm-hmm. just, like, just horoscopes in general, it's all of a Greek, like, mythology, kind of, or I, don't, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, so this was, like, more, like, Mayan. Right, right. Mayan text. So, like, like where how, we're from. Yeah, where we're from. Yeah, where like, we're from. Yeah, so, like, Central America, and it was kind of, like, my birth date and my birth time and all that, putting all that together, shit, like, how that connects that. to who I am. Right. So it was really dope, because, like, it said, like, a person that, that's in the arts, that wants to make a change, that wants to make a difference, that wants to connect all those things together. I was like, and, like, I was like, what? This is me, yo. What you mean, Maluk? Son? I'm taking you know, this name. I'm taking this shit. This is me all the way. You know what I mean? And ever since then, I've just been rocking with the name. True. Cool, cool. Shit, you got me thinking about looking up my my Mayan fucking. Watch yeah. Like, you gonna do a 23? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and that shit, yeah. that shit was really important to me because like. HP Lovecraft. That's who. That, that's who the author is. Uh, HP Lovecraft. HP Lovecraft. That's a great pen okay. name, man. Good job. Let me make sure before <laughs> some, <laughs> real last before some fucking uh, neckbeard checks my shit. Yeah, H.P. Yeah. Lovecraft. Yeah. <laughs> Thulu is a fictional cosmic entity created by writer H.P. Lovecraft hmm. and first introduced the short story The Call of Thulu. And the word the word Thulu in and of itself is supposed to be like the human human voice box cannot even pronounce the name. Because the sea is silent and it's like the CT. CT. Yo, he getting yeah. all deep on us, yo. I that's, know. Well, I, I'm just. <laughs> dope. Now that we're talking about names, because everybody thinks like, "What's your la- What's your middle name? Is it McThulu? What What is that?" It, no, I'm, I'm just like, no, I'm just the Mick version of Thulu, like just a small version, you know. Because mm. I saw it on, I saw it, I saw some meme back in like 2008 or some shit. Okay. And I was like, oh, oh that's a cool name. Let me put that, <laughs> let me put that on my fucking middle name. <laughs> Word. So your middle name? No, my my middle name is Enrique. <laughs> Gang. Yeah, my joint is Ernesto, yo. Ernesto. Ernesto, like yeah. Dog. 
For real. What's so strange like about Nesto it, Che, Spanish yo. Like Che. Because it's Ernest. <laughs> Ernest. Yeah. It's kind of odd, I hope odd, a guy yo. named Ernesto. I'll take an Ernesto seriously. <laughs> yeah, don't tell people that. Conrado, Conrado, Conrado is already Nah, cool Ernesto is though, bro. That's, uh, that was also uh, che, che Guevara's name, too. Ernesto. So it's like kind of weird, okay. like that revolutionary shit. Like, All right. But like mm. the thing that was like was really important about like getting Maluk as my my name, my artist name was like also like because a lot of people in our culture like we have the last names of the conquistadors that came to the our Spaniards, countries. Yeah, yeah right, the Spaniards right, that came right, to right, our right. countries. So that's it's the always only like we even speak Spanish. Yeah, that's the only way. Yeah, the only yeah. reason we speak Spanish. And I always felt like that's fucked up. Like my last name is the name of someone that came into those lands and like raped and like killed the people there off and like you know what I'm saying like some real fucked up shit so I'm like yo I can't I can't hold that like I gotta change that you know what I'm saying and like build something different from it so that's like completely like why I changed my name I feel you because I mean it, it's that's if you really think about it it's just it's the same reason why we all speak English mm-hmm. we don't speak Sioux we don't speak any you know we don't speak any other native tongue or anything like yeah. that because you know they got conquistadored Conquistador. <laughs> to put it mildly, they got conquered. They, yeah, you know, they, they, they got conquered. They got conquered here on on these lands that we are blessed to be on right now. Yeah, fair enough. Standing on you stolen know? land, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, but is like, it all land stolen land? For the most, well, I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, most of the most of the people that do the, that have done the stealing come from Europe. Yeah, like even the Spaniards. Even the, in Europe, they stole each other's lands. They've been stealing lands. Yeah, no, let them, let them <laughs> steal from each other. But I'm oh, just saying, right. yeah, I'm talking about like you don't brown think people were stealing like, lands yeah. from each other yeah. in the back like, just themselves, bro. Like all the Indians. Dude, there's locally. like a, there's like a whole hundred years war from uh, between England and, and France, and they're all just white people just killing each other because yeah. of a different fucking I'm language. I'm pretty sure they, the same shit happened in South and America. They read, they're, 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 they're reading different books and shit. Like that's really it. Yeah, but the concept to like when the when the Spaniards and they when the Europeans came to the Americas, they that whole idea of taking land and you owning land was completely foreign to the indigenous people right. of that land. They was like, "What? You own this <laughs> land? What the fuck? This Pachamama? What you talking yeah, about? Yeah, like, who's I mean, part we'll of this you, shit? We'll let you have some of it if you want it, but like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that was like completely. They were like, "What the hell? This, right. this is crazy." You know? Yeah, what I'm like, because I mean, and and again, like, how like how do we know if that's like? I mean. In our brains, obviously, if we if we want to be nice people, you can always say like, okay, yeah, no, you can have some of what I have, and if you if you're in a community or in a whole like lifestyle of that kind of mindset, mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, no, you can have some of what I have, and that and it just you know it grows exponentially, Man, and then somebody shit. says, hey, no, I want your shit, but you can't, I you, you can't have it back. <laughs> and then, and then that's what, kind of what happened. It's like the Mayan, the Mayans, and the, the Aztecs, and everything. Like they got, they got destroyed. Honestly, yeah. they just brought the disease with them. And yeah, they just that's really it. Because they were Europeans were fucking dirty. Can we like? I mean, they were fucking dirty. That's what the Black Plague. That's how the Black Plague happened. Because they were yeah. fucking dirty. They didn't shower. They didn't do anything. And they came over here and they fucked us up with their fucking Most diseases. Disease, yeah. Sorry, Cody, man. We're getting... We're, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling it. I mean, yeah. as, as objectively as possible. Yeah. But I mean that's that's really what did us in as as yeah. far as like you know fighting them back was the diseases because they yeah. were just dirty and and they had the already the immune system to combat all yeah. their fucking yeah. 
diseases and shit. They're, they're yeah, it shit goes really that. deep, y'all. It goes really deep. And then now we speak Spanish, and now we're 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 fucking we Spanish, Portuguese, or whatever. Yeah, French in some parts of the Caribbean, mm-hmm. Central and South America. Yeah, like how you have like Haiti and the Dominican Republic mm-hmm. in the same spot. Like that shit is insane. Like they was like. The indigenous people were dying off so quickly that they had to bring Africans from Africa in order to replace them. That's like True. Some, that's insane, yo. yo. Like they had to fucking bring people, yo. Took bodies like, and like, like enslaved them. It's like bringing tools. Oh, you know, like yeah, like this like tool's not working. Let's right. like that's like oh yeah, my god, this is crazy. Like, yeah, it's people, crazy. yeah. That's crazy. So what else you want to drop on us, man? Well, <laughs> I, I know, I know you got more, dog. I know, like we're here to talk to you. We want to hear your. We want to mm-hmm. know what you. Like we want to see what you want, like yeah, what you, what you want to say, because I know I've seen I've seen your stuff, and what like, like a lot of the stuff that you talk about is like pretty like important yeah. stuff, like especially like me, I'm a, I'm a I'm a whole Latino, obviously you know that, I would hope so. Latinx dog. <laughs> Latinx. I, I don't know if I like that term. Dog. Nah, it's like it's uh. At first, it was kind of weird to me first, but it's kind of like when you referring to all people as Latinos, it's just like making it seem like all males. And it becomes uh, kind of sexist thing, uh, and like yeah, yeah. that's that's thing. that yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that you know what I'm saying well, that's patriarchy. Latin just sufficed. Nah. I mean, I mean, because Latin if you think, flat is non. But Latin, no, but Latin hard, like not no, but Latino, I mean, the, the whole, not Latina. Like, a lot, a lot of like the language now is based off of Latin, like Latin. The word, fine. just the word Latin. I mean, so does does Hispanic not suffice? Hispanic's nah. gender neutral. Yeah, it what, could what, you what, could what, use what, it, but what, at the same what, time, like if you want to be like more to like what is now more accepted, like I would say Latinx, especially with like the movements that are happening at the moment, I feel is the most respectful way to, to speak. It. But it's, you know, but it's also yeah. it's also a generation thing. Like it's though I saw this shit on the uh, on the new show with uh, what the fuck uh, what's that the big fluffy fluffy the comedian. Uh, yeah, he got, yeah, 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 yeah. He got the new uh, show on Netflix and shit. Like when he's like a history teacher, yeah, history, and they had yeah, an episode yeah. on there when like one of the students was talking about, nah, it's Latinx, and he was like, nah, man, it's Hispanic, it's Latino, and like it was, it was really dope for yeah, them to have a whole episode is, about that. There is a real big difference between the two of them. Latino is or Latinx is essentially anyone in Central and South America. Uh, the binary are Caribbean Hispanics, which is why for me it's like. Oh, there's just two different ways of saying it. Why don't I just go with the other one? But now I understand why. Yeah. I, I, I understand the purpose of Latinx. Right. I just thought, okay, well, we're just Latin. We're all come from Latin background, essentially, if we really dig mm-hmm. that deep, deep enough. But I do understand like why you know you, you include the X because it's the cross-section of humanity. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, not everyone yeah. is going to be male. Not everyone is going to be female. Yeah, so. and that's, <laughs> another, that's another thing like that I've been like really like getting into right now, like understanding patriarchy and checking myself. Mm-hmm. And like checking my privilege as a man, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, within like society itself, because mm-hmm. um, that shit is very important. We see it in everything from like we go, we call history not her story, you know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. That's all into so our his, language. So his, history has a male background, just a word in and of itself. No, nah, but just think about how like uh-huh. we use history instead of her story, you know what I'm saying? It's always okay. like every like if you notice and look into the language, there's a lot of ways that we speak that just refers to the male. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, in Spanish, we have... And the same either. thing. The same thing in Spanish, too. Well, I mean, but in Spanish, we have male and female words. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like there's some kind of diversity there yeah, in somewhat, the Spanish yeah. language. But in English, there's no such oh, thing as, like... Man. I mean, there's there's obviously words that aren't feminine or inherently feminine. Yeah. But, like, in Spanish, there there is such a thing. Yeah, it's like, like that, male. And, yeah. yeah. Like mm-hmm. Latino, Latina. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But in English, there's no real thing like that, or like even like a respectful way to say 
something that somebody. No, English is just a very simple. I don't want to say simplified language, but it's one of the easiest of the languages to learn. Mm. So like they made it a certain. I way. don't know, man, because yeah. I, I I feel like I've read some stuff that that say like English is one of the stupidest languages because you <laughs> have only twenty six characters. You have read, read, read. Yeah, but that's a handful of the words out of the whole English language. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, but it, like, like I, I could see how somebody that doesn't know English in the least, looking at our shit, looking at looking and reading it, sure, is like, why, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Why does this not say that? Why doesn't this sound the say how it is? Whereas Spanish is super phonetical, like a lot of it is just Spanish very has so many syllables when I speak it. It's like bro, right. I could say this so much easier in English. The only the only thing that yeah. fucks me up is the the the, the apostrophes or not the yeah the yeah apostrophes. that should fuck me up yeah, too. Yeah, because I don't know like it's like it's oh, like cosa or cosa. No, cosa or cosa. The accent is the hardest the hard yeah. syllable. That's yeah. the only thing I remember from yeah. like mm-hmm. Spanish grammar school. <laughs> 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 My name has an accent on the end, so it's Josué. <laughs> People who have an American accent, it's a Josué. And if that doesn't work, just call me Sway. I'm gonna give you something easy to work with. No, every time I go somewhere and they like, I don't. They, if I go somewhere that that like they speak Spanish, I obviously speak Spanish to them. And if I if I if I like, because my name is weird for Spanish people, Pierre. Like, you see? yeah, that shit was weird. For I was like, is it? So yeah, I'm, Pierre, I'm, come outside. <laughs> so like every time I tell them, I, I, every time like, hey, uh, what's your name? Pierre. Como? Como? Get? Get? Pierre. Pierre. No, like, just put Luis, dog. Like, <laughs> uh, it's usually that's my go-to. It's either Luis or Jose, word. just because it's easy for you know, like Spanish people don't know my name, like they don't understand my name, how it even how to even pronounce it. So that's always been a problem for me, even though right. I'm like super fucking Hispanic. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> clearly. <laughs> In case you guys couldn't tell. Um, right. So what's new with you, man? You so um so recently you just like you just kind of just focusing on music and that's that's your thing now. Yeah, nah, like I'm doing a little bit of both. Um, but yeah, it's it's really tough like balancing it all, like trying to make music and then also like trying to stay like into the photography and everything you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but um i've been like doing my best to balance it like every now and then like i'll do like right now um i was just hit up like i think yesterday to because i did a a, a series uh called the uh tp cianos Depecianos, and it was like about tps about what was happening okay. uh, like with everyone from el salvador and from haiti and different places uh-huh. like that yeah, yeah. so we did like a whole photo series like last year i like um, organized with Cosecha and like we went to different communities in the What's DMV. Cosecha? I never heard of that. So Cosecha, they're uh, a big um, organization in the U.S. that work and fight for immigrant rights. So they just like they focus on something that's happening. And they like go out there, organize, and get people together to rally against against some that injustices that are happening. Mm-hmm. So all types of shit. Like they did a huge uh, protest out in New York, I believe, a year ago, where they like um, shackled themselves to the Trump Tower, and the shit was on the news. You know what oh, I'm saying? True. But that shit is insane because like the people that did it they didn't have any papers, so they put themselves oh, in jeopardy damn. just to make a message. Like yeah. it was it was they're the type to like like really go like radical and do something like straightforward to like prove a point to like really show people that this shit is very important um so like, i ended up like organizing with them and like we did a whole series where we went into different communities and took pictures of the people there 
Um, and this was really big because the people that I photographed, the portraits that I took, were people that were also undocumented um, mm -hmm. and didn't have papers or nothing like that. So for them to even have a photograph of them displayed in, in a photo action mm -hmm. of some sort is, is big because they're putting themselves at jeopardy as well. Right. Um, so they hit me up yesterday, um, and they're doing some out in Minnesota. So they like I sent them um, the high-res photos yesterday, and they're going to like print them out and put them into like some type of photo action or exhibit that they're putting together out Tight. in Minnesota. So like I'm always doing shit like that, like on the low, but at the same time, like trying to drop my project and like build this hip hop shit too. True. So it's like just trying to build the balance. Um, it's, it's like it's really tough. Um, but my ultimate goal is to like really like master the two and like blend it all together. You know what I'm saying? Get to the point where I'm making the music, but then I'm also photographing the artwork and like directing the videos, right. so that the story is all put together. So I, I'm a part of both. It. Yeah, right. how I want it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's like a lot of what I've been doing, um, just working and like just doing a lot of shows. Like I opened up at Songbird a couple months ago, which was really dope for Rebecca Lane. She's like one of the biggest uh, Central American female artists. Her name sounds familiar. Yeah, Rebecca yeah. Lane. She's like she's so dope, yo. She's so cool. And like it's all like underground conscious hip hop in Latin America. And like, I opened up for them in Songbird. Just did a show at Busboys and Poets for Refugee Day. Um, World Refugee Day and that shit was dope like people came from all over it was sold out and like to really support like what, what we're talking about you know important issues um, and that's like a big focus on what I do with whatever I do like if I'm writing a poem if I'm making a song if I'm taking a picture or something I'm always trying to figure out how I can do that and like also have a message behind it you know right. what I'm saying I, don't I think know, that's like, important like yeah. people you know if you, if you do something that has got to be with some, some kind of something behind it you know what I mean yeah so like um I remember, I remember, right before the last time we hung out, you had also went. You also went to uh, North Dakota or was it South Dakota. I think it's South Dakota. South I was Standing Rock. Standing yeah, Rock. Yeah, Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You went there, man. Yeah. yeah. So like a couple years ago, I think like two years ago. Yeah, it was like, like two years ago. Because I'm part of the uh, the pipeline was happening. Yeah, when yeah. the pipeline was happening. So I was part of. I'm a part of the 411 Collective, which is a. Uh, uh, basically a, a group of organizers, activists, artists, graffiti writers um, that came together to just like, you know, dismantle bullshit, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like right, fight right. against any injustice that are happening. And at first it was all about DC to Standing Rock, like us mm -hmm. getting together, funding money, putting money together um, through an art show. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had like a huge art show of exhibits of graffiti writers. Yeah, yeah, that show, it was insane. Like it I was out, that building, man, it was out in DC yeah. and like it was inside this uh, dope ass art studio and it was mm -hmm. like, it was sold out, it was packed, like hundreds man, of people. It was, it was, there it was, was no space to dog, move, the, it was so vibes, tight. The vibes there were so fucking dope because I had never really been, I've never seen like a, an actual like drum circle thing or like just anything native uh -huh. like you know because like we we don't have that here it's like yeah. it, maybe if you're in the midwest or something like that you might you might run into that kind of native uh -huh. culture or whatever we don't have that here but that to, to be able to like hang out with these people and see what they're about and see how like how different they could look as opposed to what you think they might look kind of like mm -hmm. you know like seeing you know like there's white hispanics there's black hispanics and everything yeah, yeah. like you every like again like we're just fed the stereotype like they're just you know brown mm -hmm. natives yeah no but there there are white natives yeah. too you know they're super light skinned and I, I had no idea like because i'm just i was just that ignorant to the whole native thing because yeah. I, I didn't know because i mean we're all related to the natives yeah. you know like we're all we're all yeah, yeah. we're all on the same coast or on the same side of the of the world or whatever. I remember mm -hmm. meeting like genuine natives when I was out uh, in 
Page, Arizona. Yeah, Page, Arizona. Mm-hmm. I went to like their private farm, like the sh- like the tourist spot. Dude, they shut that shit down, mm-hmm. and they're like, nah, it's too unsafe. They're like, listen, if you come to ours, we're higher in the alley. You can go into the the caves and take pictures and all that. But like sitting with them and listening to them talk, I'm like, damn, man, that's like the like between yeah. each other. I'm like, you see, that's the benefit of them. I don't want to say staying together, but like being protected under like dog. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, reparations. Like, I mean, essentially, mm-hmm. the status that Native Indians have is just the best the U.S. government can do aside right. from actually giving them the proper resources to mm-hmm. grow an infrastructure around their lifestyle. Uh, but the hearing them speak that, like, their native tongue, it's like, damn, man, we really fucked y'all up. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's why I feel like the white... <laughs> the white yeah. That shit is, yo, hi, yo America you, has yeah. the most really twisted-ass history, yo. Yeah, like, it, it really so does. So much yeah. fucked-up history, and, like, this shit still connects to today to, like, you know what I mean, that how everything is placed. The problem, the problem is, like, yeah, sure, the country, any country is gonna have a, a fucked-up history, no matter, mm-hmm. no matter what. The, the problem is, like, most of the time, it's like, people are proud of it. Here, like, they, yeah. what, what they're proud of is basically all the shit, all the bullshit underneath it, and it happens. I mean, it, that's just how it you is. You become numb to it. You don't really know. You're not. No one. Not right. everyone's reading like investigative journalism talking about like atrocities that were committed in South America during the 80s. Oh the man. shit, we do it did in Africa in the 90s. The yeah. shit we're doing. Hey, you know, yeah, no one, yeah, no one's really going. No one's going it. really right. reading that unless you're in the know and you know like, oh, we got to look out for right. these kind of things. And you, yeah. know, and you know why we have such a big uh, Salvadorian presence here? Is because back in the eighties, there was a communist, there was a communist-led mm. party that was gonna that, that was gonna take over, and of course the U.S. got involved. Oh, yeah. if you're gonna if you want to leave the communist, if you want to leave the whole this, your country and whatever, either way, they Salvadorians came in mass here because they got they were protected under a refugee act over from the United States, yeah. and then what what happens afterwards? Oh, there's too many there's too many. Uh, too many uh, Central Americans here. We don't want them here. Even though they're, even though they're refugees, they're protected. They're protected. They've got the papers. They got everything. Everything was done properly, and they're yeah. still like, no, we don't want them here. Like, dog, come on. <laughs> you, you did all this already. You, you, come on now. Yeah, yeah. this shit. This shit goes really, really deep. Like a lot of the the how the government is running different countries in Latin America, like all that, like how America. Went over those to those countries like there's a lot yeah, of corruption. Yeah, no, they fucked them up. They fucked them, they fucked a, yeah. a lot of Central America up because, for for the sole reason of 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 keeping communism away from Central America because they don't want another Cuba, or you know what I mean. They don't mm-hmm. want they don't want another Cuban. They don't want another communist you know, state. I, I get the idea of not wanting to have dictatorships pop up around you. I mean, in the end, the best thing about a democracy is that it's influenced by the people. Right. The yeah. thing about democracy is if you're in person and power, is that you get to influence the people. And if they know they have a full dictatorship or a communist uh, government, like you really got to deal with that one person for the next thirty years, and they can tell you fuck off for the next thirty. And yeah. the person behind them is gonna be like, "No, oh, man, I got told you to tell you to fuck off. Like, I'm <laughs> doing business with you right now. Like, look at Cuba. Your brother's taking over. He's about to die soon. The next guy's coming in. Then he's not gonna work with Trump. Like, right. He ain't gonna work yeah, with him. Tell him to fuck man. off too until he gets a Democrat. Like, yeah, work with me. Start with Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, but the same thing goes why the U.S. always stuck its nose in shit that didn't really belong right. to them. They destabilized a lot of shit yeah. in, in Central America, and then what happened was a caravan, right? That happened. People are like, no, man, we're we're fucking. We don't have any money. We don't have any resources. Like when I was in Honduras for like three, I was there for like a whole month, Word. and I saw some shit out there. Like I, I didn't just stay in the resorts or anything. Like that. I was staying with family out there, and I saw some shit. I was like, wait, you, like there's no, like how, how does, how does this country even work? Like what do you, <laughs> like how does this shit even work? Because like, 
just survive. Man. They they just really survive, and people yeah. and, and 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 the the best part for me is like people and people still smile. They like, still happy, yeah. bro. What the yeah, fuck? Like, exactly, home exactly, life, exactly. Know? And out here, it's like it, it really put a lot of things in perspective for me because I was like, I was like super depressed at the time. I was like, mm-hmm. man, I don't want to do anything. I went over there and I saw it, and I was like unemployed at the time. And then I saw like people really hustling out there. Hell yeah, just to survive. Yeah. Just my mom, to always, really, <laughs> my mom like, always told me that shit growing yeah. up. Like mm-hmm. when I've been slacking, she was like, yo, you don't even know the rural areas of South America and your people. Oh man really living what life was like here in the U.S. 150 years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. When there was yeah. nothing. There was like... They, I mean, you had to grind for it. And now yeah. look, we, I mean, I'm not going to lie. People love living in America because America made it easy for them to just get by. Mm-hmm. If you really want to just get by in America, there's ways for you to do that. The best thing about America is if you work hard enough and, you know, things fall your way because, you know, shit happens, things are stacked against certain people, <clears throat> you will come out on top. Like, you'll come yeah. out in a place where you want to be. If you want to be successful and you work hard enough at being successful, fill in blank, you know, that's why America's like, you know, that's why people come here. Like, yo, if I keep working as hard as I'm working down here, right. and I work that hard up there, I'm going to get to a place where I would have never gotten to working that hard down here. That's one, of the, one of the things that just blew my mind is, like, how rich the country is. Like, as far as, like, agriculture, mm-hmm. how yes. rich it is. No, oh, no, no. Honduras. And, and Honduras, yeah. Or any... Well, who any owns sense? the best farmland out there? U.S. companies, bro. Pro- I mean, probably. Like, that's I mean, how, that's I, how they keep I mean, I know, ban- I know banana's, like, the biggest export or whatever, but... Yeah. But still, it's just, it's just like... People over there do not like politicians in the least. Like they just don't. They yeah, just, right now the situation is really fucked up. Like you got the government. Yeah, you got government yeah, going into like schools and shit. Like with tear gas. Like it shit is fucking insane. Just for like, for people just going out and just like protesting and like just trying to say how they feel and like mm-hmm. they're completely like being attacked and it's like wow. Shit, same thing is happening in Hong Kong right now too. Yeah, but then people got the sh- they got that shit done. Yeah, yeah, they was right. like, "Fuck that." that There's like three million <laughs> that, that people. That facial recognition <laughs> server probably crashed. Not yeah. being able to handle two million people in yeah. the streets. There's a shit ton. But of I'll tell you right now, I get thirty percent of those people are ID'd. So good luck. Mm-hmm. Like, go to Taiwan if anything. Bro. Yeah, like, I would get the fuck I, out. I would dip. That shit is crazy. But Global yeah, governments like, holding the people down to give you a quote unquote better life. Hey, you guys ever heard of a <laughs> new world order? The new world it's just rich, order. It's just rich people wanting to stay rich. Like shit. Uh, stay rich and be able to keep the power. All right, let's right. lighten let's lighten the mood because we we really kind of just listen, went down that fucking rabbit I was hole there. To, uh, we're gonna take a real off the rails left turn right now. I was listening to one of our older podcasts, and I guess it's like a theme right now. And we have. Don't want to ask the question. Ask it, man. Fuck it. Would you, as a photographer or a musician, work in any way with the adult film industry? Oh, that's right. Yeah, adult right. film industry. Yeah. I gotta say it a porno. nicer way. Yeah. Porno. porno is what he's trying to say. Would Yo. you do porno? Not do it. No, not say, do it. As but... a musician, like if they ask you to score a movie or make a couple beats for a couple movies, or would they ask you to take some photos on set? Like, <laughs> would you freestyle like, again? Would you again, freestyle like... at a porno shoot. Yeah, <laughs> but it's about being shoot. diversity and inclusion, <laughs> and it's about immigrants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, Slay, yo, Slay, fucking with me right now. Hey, yo, yo, that's real though. But like, again, no matter what the fuck I do, like I do it for the people. So like, if I did, yo, if I were, yo, if I. I, like you know what I'm saying if Just someone, cut the check if someone show yeah, if someone hit me up for like a porno or some shit from the porno industry adult industry whatever the fuck and like they was like yo we trying to make like a, a film that's like more respectful towards women and like you know what I'm saying like trying to Talk. build that shit I'll be like I bet <laughs> you know what I mean but like no no no, no I'm not I'm, I'm being mad serious because when you look it's at pornos you look at the industry it's like really industry. male like fuck and like they do not I'm sure do not, not give a fuck you know what I'm saying but there is ways 
to like I feel like build that and like be more like respectful towards what the woman wants. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that balance is very important. Again, that's that sexism within that industry. Um, yeah, and again, yo, like, <laughs> like, just, like sex, I'll still like, do the shit, but like, we gotta be about something. There's gotta right. be something behind it, you know? Okay. Yeah. They grind though. Shit. I, mean, I know females make a lot more than the males, but still, they be grinding though. They do, they, it's like, a grind. It's a grinder, man. Listen, I'm sorry, <laughs> hey, do but you? A, a lot of the women that a lot of them produce a lot of a lot of women produce their own films too. That's true. Just the top of the top, honestly. There's a lot of women that go through the sex industry and, and that shit, and they do not come out. Yeah, the, that shit's really time. fucked True. up. Like, a lot of women, I believe, I was watching some where a lot of them go out to, like, Florida. There's, like, a huge, huge piece out of Miami or Florida or some shit. Mm. They go out there, and, like, a lot of them just, like, end up doing, like, maybe one or two, like, you know what I'm saying? And scenes, then, yeah. yeah, scenes, and then, like, they're, like, just thrown out to the trash. Like, no one, like, gives a fuck about them. And this shit's fucked up. It's, like, mad disrespectful. I don't know. I mean, like, porno, porno inherently is just like it, it's it's a it's it's a weird. It's not real. <laughs> yeah, it's not real. Yeah, yeah. it's all yeah. fake. Yeah. But I feel so like there's a way time. to like. There's like a way. I to got make a big it... dick too, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there is a way to make it feel like more real. You know what I'm saying? Like as a as a like keep the socks on <laughs> keep the socks on keep the socks on I don't know like burn some incense like build like I don't know dog like play some dope ass music in the back like make it seem like more of like an actual sex scene instead of some the shit the butthole that's is like... not for dicks <laughs> <laughs> turn the fucking lights off get the fuck out of here just turn the lights on there's, not, there's never lights on bro it's always dark I'm not fucking in a fucking hotel room nah. in the fucking stairwell and fucking Oh, dude! Broad can you imagine? Light, just, like, like people like in the pornos, they bang outside. I was like, dog, it's, I know it's hot outside. <laughs> like I know it's fucking hot. Dog. It's just crazy. Thing, like, yeah. the, the, the chicks pick up random dudes off and the, the street, they, they like, must have some really good AC because like I don't see anybody sweating their ass off like when they're banging in a car. Cause like it's just whoa. hot. Okay, so I don't know if you guys knew, but I'm not a virgin. So uh, if you bang in a really? car, it oh, gets shit, hot. I know update. <laughs> it gets hot. No way. Yeah. So that. So yeah, so that's why that, that's how I see I it can be really kind of fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay, they got like a unit in the back. Or they scenes. got a bunch of baby powder. Mm-hmm. They just kind of coat themselves with. I don't fucking know. I don't <laughs> know how porno works. Though. <laughs> a bunch of baby powder. <laughs> <laughs> just like the brownest shit out of the bag. It's not humid in here anymore. Got cold brown shit. Anyway, as long as there's a purpose behind it, you would actually work with the industry. Yeah, That's yeah, cool. yeah. It's the most straightforward answer we've gotten. Yeah, it is. We haven't asked that question a lot though, so. Yeah. What? Oh shit. No, I mean, no, this word again. We're <laughs> we're, we're a new shit. podcast. It's drink me. We just drink yeah. and talk about photography and word. photo adjacent. But yeah, um, yeah. would you shoot a porno though? Like just a if they were to if it, like if you were to the they ask you if you to be the camera photo or video guy, would you do it? If it's not like and not it's just a regular it, porno. Regular? Nah, I wouldn't do that you shit. Do yo. It? If right. it it had to be like some like. We had to like build something off of it. Like I have to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, more like respectful towards women or like try to make it more real instead of make it look all like whack and fake and shit. I would do it if it was like that, you know what I'm saying? We like were like a POV trying to do something maybe, different. Like a POV video? I've no seen POV it like I remember uh, that's, real. that's like that's about as real as you can get with a POV. Really? Cuz you look at it through a 3D uh what's that fucking thing? A GoPro on the guy's forehead? <laughs> okay, so now it's real. Nobody has sex like that, really. Right above my nose and I'm very you know what I think would actually be a good video is using the same industry people to make actual sexual education videos. Right. 
Like, I can see that. like actually say like this is this is what sex is for, not what the you girl see next here. door and shit. Yeah, that? yo, exactly. What I was thinking. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, yo, Karate, you'd be the fucking perfect director for that. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure you keep an honest message. Like, yo, okay, mm-hmm. sex happens. Sex happens between males, between females, between males and females, between five females and three males, between six guys with two girls. I don't know, whatever. But like, you give them honest questions. Like how? Yeah. It's sex between everyone in the world. That's yeah. Big like, deal. Seriously, I, I mean, I see some shit and I'm like, God damn, how the fuck is that humanly possible? It's not, man. It just paid enough. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, how drunk are these people? <laughs> or how many pain Hi, meds? Are, how many pain meds are these people taking? <laughs> how high are you? Not that high. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not that high <laughs> So how was the trip to uh, South Dakota? The South, I, I still, we still don't know. Dakota. It's South Dakota. Dakota. Yeah, South Dakota. Yeah, Standing Rock. But uh, but yeah, like again, like we did like so basically the four one collective put together a whole show back then. It was called DC to Standing Rock, and we put an entire show out in DC. Um, I believe by Union Market. And um, we got a bunch of people together. I think I even got uh, Street Me DC to post the flyer and shit because mm-hmm. I believe yeah, yeah, that yeah. week, that week we did not have a meet. You can't drink oil or something. Yeah, like that? yeah. You can't, you can't, uh, you can't drink oil. Yeah, yeah you can't yeah, drink yeah. oil. So yeah, like, yeah. it was, it was really dope. And like the whole scene, like it was in an art studio. We got um, um, art from all types tight. of places. It was, was so dope. Tight. And like it was packed. People came from all over, like to represent. And we stacked up mad bread. So all the money went to us being able to go on a mural tour. Mm-hmm. So um, we stacked like a couple G's, and then. From there, we were able to go with a bunch of organizers, activists, and graffiti this. artists mm-hmm. to go to like different cities. To, right? Yeah, we stuck. Yeah. yeah, we stepped out in Cleveland. Yeah, and like what we did, basically, I was the the photographer of the group, so I was the documentarian. It was like my first experience, like doing something like that, yeah, which man, is so I remember, fucking dope. I remember dope. you had, you like you were working. Uh, well, you had a job at the time, and. Like, you had to take time off from your yeah. job to do this shit. Yeah, that was like, my vacation week. <laughs> Fuck you mean, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> shit. Not only does he do things with a purpose, he vacations with the purpose. Yeah, I do. Right? I, yeah, I do, yeah. bro. I'm not even playing. Like, That's But, like, good. yo, That's like, good. that shit was dope. Like, um, we ended up going to Cleveland, Detroit, uh, Chicago. <laughs> um, we went out to, um, we went all the way to Dakota. And we went um, a couple other spots. I forgot where exactly. But every city that we hit up, um, we did a huge mural piece that said, Water is Life. So like mad graph writers. So shout out to U R Jaw um, at I G U R Jaw Monolith D C. Um, oh, yeah. All the homies. Uh, yeah, I ran into them. They're cool as shit. Mon- yo, Monolith. so yeah. so fucking dope. Yeah, like cool mad shit. talented, yo. And we went out there, and uh, my homeboy all around the way as well. He's also a a film oh, photographer, and he also does like some graffiti pieces too. And like we went out there, did a huge ass murals and, uh, that said "Water is Life," and just to build the message and let people know what was happening out there in Standing Rock. But the crazy part was, like, every spot that we hit up, you would go to see, like, you would see community members, like, from that community just come up to us and ask us, like, yo, what are y'all doing? Like, why like why y'all out here in the freezing cold? Because it was right. the winter yeah, it was. doing this shit. And we I was like, yo, it, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, we really trying to spread the message. And, like, it was so dope. We ended up, I ended up at Standing Rock. But at the time, there was a big-ass blizzard, right? So, like, we could barely drive, you know what I'm saying? We can barely see the road ahead of us. It was, like, crazy, like, below zero, like, temperatures. Mm. And um, we ended up... I ended up at Standing Rock, but also getting abandoned at a, or stranded in a casino because there was like a casino right next to it. Mm-hmm. So we ended up stranded there. And this was during the time when the veterans got there because that's when everything stopped. When the veterans got there, they put an end to it. So Obama stopped the entire thing. 
that stop the pipeline from being built. Why do you think that is though? Like because like this, because American people got involved. Like American. Yeah, because like yeah, like American veterans got involved, you but want like your own soldiers going against you. Man. Yeah, exactly. And there was people from all backgrounds. Yo, it was so fucking powerful and beautiful. Like we was in a casino. Like everyone was stranded because of the blizzard. You couldn't even step outside. Like we was all there. But like um, it was cool to see the veterans from like um, different years, like older veterans, younger veterans, come together and like really say something about the shit and the atrocities that were happening right there in America. So that was like so fucking dope. And like the rest of the money we were able to donate directly to the people there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? To help out with whatever we can, um, which was really amazing. Just to, like, And that was my first experience of seeing like how um, activism and like art can really do make a difference. You know what I'm right. saying? How we can really create something and build something and start a movement and like really like stack up bread that can actually help other people. So that shit was so dope. I was like, damn, yo, we fundraising. Like, we out here on some revolutionary shit. Like, what the fuck, yo? This is so motherfucking dope. So we ended up doing that, and that was like a, a really like eye-opening experience for me. That's what's awesome. up, man. Because mm-hmm. I, I saw I saw the whole... I saw everything. Like, when when, when, you, when you first started out that whole journey, I was like, holy shit, Colorado's doing it. Yeah, man. Like, he's, he, he, ain't talk, that, he, just, that, he ain't just talking about it. He's doing it. That really is photojournalism when you think about it. Like, you're going yeah. into it. You're going through the journey from start to finish. You're participating. Yeah. I mean, to an extent, you want to be an, uh, an objective observer, you know, but that's that's something that you really get to tell your kids about. Like, yo, listen, yeah. there are things worth taking a week off of work to go yeah, it's like uh, you know, Maybe usually you like up. you run into like the hashtag hashtag. Everyone changes like something like a picture and all that. Like, okay, I get yeah. it. Everybody's hoping every- to make notice right. of something, but what are you really doing? Because you're just gonna go back and live your life right the same way you were living it before you saw that post. And like right now, yeah. everybody's profile picture is blue because of mm-hmm. uh, what was happening in Sudan. Sudan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there is a complete media back blackout out there, so you can't really find out what's right. going on. But but you know, it's like, hard it, not it, to know the, about that. So do you think? I could ask you, like, do you think, like, doing, like, these kinds of, like, social media, like, changing your profile picture color to something different, um, do you I, think that something like that helps? I feel like it helps slightly. Like, it, it sparks the conversation, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, you see people, like, with profile... Well, I mean, maybe we know, we know what it is. Like, yeah, 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 I'm aware yeah, of what's going on right yeah. at the same time. But at the same... Like, what what can we do? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so, like... So, like, you, for instance, like, um, okay, so, like, all right. So it, it, it helps just a tiny bit, but it's not enough. It's kind of like it's some slight work, you know what I mean? Like, right. you know, like you really got to be about that shit. So it's kind of like it builds the conversation and sparks that conversation. And people are like, oh, shit, what's happening in Sudan? You look it up. You Google it, whatever the fuck, you know what I'm right. saying? You start building and you start researching it and trying to figure out what's happening. But that's just like you, under, you like understanding it, and then maybe from there you're able to like speak to people about it. Maybe like fucking go into events that are fundraising money to help that cause. Maybe uh, hit up some people that you know that like are from Sudan and like speak to them about it and like figure out different ways that like we can help them if their family's out there. So it's like it starts to spark that conversation. But then, then again, that's never enough. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's like lazy activism or like whatever the fuck you want to call right. it. Yeah, that's so what, it's kind of like hashtag yeah, ha- hashtagtivism. Yeah, hashtag activism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that's that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's dope. You know, but like it takes much more than that. You have to like right. really be out in the fields and like really trying to help. Yeah, and be about. And, it. and I see you. I see you out there, dog. I see you out there with the. You you did something with in DC like against ICE and stuff like that. Like um, and then you you opened up a show out there too. Like uh, yeah, yeah. I done like a lot of stuff. Um, so we did a show out in Columbia Heights by the Metro Station. We was handing out like flyers because that's like um a, like, a predominantly Spanish speaking um neighborhood in mm-hmm. DC. 
So okay. um, basically, we just uh, giving out flyers and, you know, like that's all translated into Spanish to letting them know their their rights. So if that ice, someone from ICE ever like confronted them, they because know they will. what they will to say. Try. They will. Yeah, yeah. And this they Sunday, this Sunday actually is when Trump said that he, he that ICE is going to be detaining a bunch of people and like doing a bunch of fucked up shit. So it's very important to like get that um, information out into the community, not yeah. just like posting it on IG and shit, because like. Who the fuck? Yeah, who the fuck? My don't have IG. Yeah, exactly. Like they're the ones that are like that are really gonna be affected by it. So it's important to go out there. Like back home for them, like the police is absolute. Like the the police, you gotta like any anybody with a gun with a badge, they are absolute no matter what. Yeah. Like you just you listen to them. They have the power. They just say what goes down. That shit is real. And out here, they prey on that because they know like. If you if I if I go like I'm sure like an ICE agent goes to his house to goes to a house, and says hey I am the fucking law, can you open the door? And as soon as you, as soon as they open the door Not and they're in this in, house, that's, so yeah, fuck yeah. off with that attitude. <laughs> that sh- yo, that shit is real. Oh, like it's man. a completely uh, different reality. Like um, but like yeah, we ended up going to Columbia Heights and like passing out information. I was working with just my one of my boys. He's like a an organizer from the Maryland. And we was out in D.C. And, like, at the same time, like, I ended up rocking, doing a couple songs. A lot of my music is bilingual. So I ended up, like, mixing a little bit of stuff in Spanish and then English. So, like, you know, Spanglish. And just right, me right. putting hey. it all together. What is Spanglish? Spanglish. <laughs> oh, combination English and Spanish. Oh. Nah. <laughs> yeah, but that shit. Goddamn. Goddamn. Nah, but, yeah, like, I ended up rocking a show out there. And, like, it was dope because it was just, like, in the middle, like, in front of the uh, Columbia Heights uh, metro station. And, like, people were walking pie and just trying to figure out what we were talking about and like that's another thing that i do with my music like i, I work with a lot of organizations a lot of people and we always do actions you know what i mean mm-hmm, for instance mm-hmm. um a couple i believe last year we did some for ruben r.i.p so he was a uh, a young he was a young kid who ended up getting killed um out in um i believe out in virginia True. he ended up getting killed i believe by um by a police officer and was really? like some really fucked up shit and he was like really young um, so they ended up like I believe shooting him. I forgot how he died, but um, from there like his family was struggling financially, and like we needed to help him. Um, we needed to figure out a way to to raise those funds. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like they they felt that they were really it was really fucked up the way they killed him. Like it was it was really yeah, fucked getting, up. So like getting killed is fucked up. Either, either, yeah, 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 yeah. So like they ended up um, like creating a whole show like an art show. Um, and then from there, like I had my photographs showcased. I had a lot of pictures, pictures that I took from different protests, um, from the immigrants, uh, the day without immigrants protest that happened out in D.C. So I, I photographed that, you know, oh, framed it, that. put it out Multiple to a showcase. People, people did not go to work that that, that day. I remember. Yeah, that nobody went to work out in D.C. Were yeah, like, restaurants, restaurants was empty. Hurt, yeah, 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 that shit was crazy. So I was out there documenting that. Um, and then I ended up like you know printing those out, framing them, and putting them in this art gallery exhibit for this cause. And then all the funds from that image were sent to that to his family. You know what I mean? Which was fucking amazing. And it was an auction, so like it started off like low, and then it went up and up. And like this lady from I believe she was like from France or something. There was mm-hmm. something that that resonated in her. That something that she felt like about that image that was so powerful that she ended up buying it. And it was cool because like. I hosted that event, so mm-hmm. like I was the host of the entire event. It was like True. a pack. Okay. It was a packed show, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I also performed at that event, and then I also had my photograph showcased. So that's a lot of what Damn, I do. You were plugged in. Yeah, on this yeah. Event. Did yeah. you put this yeah. in on too? Because it sounds nah. Like that did. was like that was with like Colectiva. They're like a big organization out in Northern Virginia, and they do a lot of like a lot of work, yo. They be putting mad work. I think they was out today out in um 
I think I, uh, I forgot where specifically, but they were like somewhere like fighting against ICE and all, you know what I'm saying? Just like transparent awareness. But they're like really, really fucking dope. So they ended up putting the show together. I hosted it, performed, and had my photograph showcased. But like that's like the stuff that I love to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? To, to be out in the fields, capturing these things, and then figuring out a way how I can use that to make a difference, you know what I'm saying? So that money went like directly to his family. You know up. what I mean? And when yeah, I went yeah. out, when I went out to perform, like I was also talking about these issues because as a as a Latinx MC slash poet, I'm always like representing that through my storytelling, through my hip hop, through whatever I'm creating. I'm always talking about these issues. So like that was a really dope way to to combine photography and combine the music all in the same venue. Mm -hmm. So I remember when she caught my piece. Like five minutes later, I was set to go on. So oh, like she, true. so I was like, yeah, that's my photograph. Thank you so much for buying my piece. And then she was like, all right, cool. And I was like, I'm about to perform real quick. And then she was like, what, what? You about to perform too? You know what I'm saying? And like I went out there and fucking I killed that shit. And like she was like, oh my god, like I can't believe you just like did this shit. Like you just performed that song and something that was like really poetic and like really radical in a way. And at the same time, I like bought this piece that also spoke the same type of language, you know what I'm saying? It really spoke to oh, me. Oh, I see what you're saying. So she she so she saw she saw what you were doing on stage and she and it also translated into your photography. Yeah, into in, yeah, into the photograph that she right. bought. So I was like, damn, yo. Like that that was that's, a really yeah, that was tight. a beautiful yeah. moment for me. I was like, that's damn. That's tight. Like, yeah. yeah. And that's a lot that, that's like a lot of what I do. So because because like, at the end at like if you really break it down, it's you. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. your whole essence of who you are as an artist, it translates into everything that you do. Yeah, basically. Yeah. That's I mean, that's that's what I was yeah. that's what I gathered from that. It's that's tight, man. Yeah, yeah, man. I, you got shit. a lot of stories to tell, bro. <laughs> yeah, busy, I, man. yeah, I do, dog. I be busy, and at the same time, like you know, like I'm a father and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I be, yeah, I, I got two kids. <laughs> bro. I work full time, trying to get my degree. Like I'm always doing shit, son. So like, whenever I have spare time, I'm out here, like out in the fields, out there, like doing some activism work or like out writing, trying to finish up this project. Um, so I've been mad busy and like just doing like a bunch of shows, just trying to figure out different ways that I I can make an impact in my community. As a leader of the sanctuaries, which is another not like another organization in DC, they basically activate artists for social change. So they're like, mm -hmm. they basically get like a painter and say like, all right, I see you're a painter, but how can we do this to like help nonprofits? How can we create something that makes an impact? Right. You know what I'm saying? So like a year ago, I was a part of the sanctuaries fellowship or like the cohort, and um, it was really dope. It was like a hundred and I believe 145 applicants, and they only ended up choosing 10. Damn. So like I was like one of those ten, and it was True. like it was so fucking dope. I was like, yo, definitely. <laughs> so like, it was like really rigorous, like four months or three months rigorous work of trying to figure out how I can enter community, how I exit community, how I speak to people, how I can like use my art to make a difference again. So like that was really fucking dope. That was that's like an eye opening you experience. Exit community. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very important. That's actually the most important part. Like, you, like America gets in everything, but they never exit right. They hardly enter with good intentions, yo. You know what I mean? So like good intentions don't pave the way. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta go. We came here to free you. Here's yeah. a bullet. <laughs> hey, like yeah, shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned that. So that's good that they see it like mm -hmm. the 360 view. Like they see it from beginning to end and, and cycling yeah. back over. And it was like, it was an insane experience. Like it's also like 
a mad spiritual like experience as well like building with other artists that cause it's okay so first off it's like tough as shit to be an artist of, in general course, like yeah. whatever the fuck you're doing yeah. like it's hard as shit yeah. to be an artist well it's it's easy it's easy to be an artist but it's hard to make a living as an artist make a living off of right. artists yeah right. yeah but other like but if you're like an artist like focusing on social change and like trying to do that shit oh, that's, that's even harder so like so when I found out to happen, like, oh, like, here comes shit over there let's go listen here comes this guy talking about all these changes and reforms that we have to make. I don't want to hang out with this guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that shit is real. So, when I saw, like, yo, there's a whole fucking organization out here that's doing that, you know, like, I was like, wow. And then I was, like, in a circle of other dope artists that are doing the same type of work, you know what I'm right, saying, from right. different backgrounds that are opening up exhibits and talking about immigrant rights or, like, doing something else and building whole showcases and shows or out, like, creating whole murals out in cities in Baltimore or different places in the DMV that talk about something specific right. and talk about making a change. So I was like, yo, this is so fucking dope. So I was so happy to be a part of the sanctuaries. And, like, I'm, like, as a leader right now, um, so, again, they taught me, they taught me how to enter and how to exit community. So one of the things that I did when I was part of the cohort was enter like um, was work with Ivy City. So Empower DC is an organization that works out in DC, and they make they do a lot of stuff with like um, gen against gentrification. So what's right. happening? A, what happened in Berry Farms? What's happening yeah. in Ivy City at the moment? Mm -hmm. All that type of shit. Like it's 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 fucking insane how like, it's just, it's just like a lot the of the people. Yeah, yeah, Chitilawa and Alexandria yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like with Amazon moving to Northern Virginia, a lot oh, of man, places like Chitilawa is up. like so fucked up right now. Like it's like really at risk. So it was like really dope to like figure out how to, how do I like enter community? How do I speak mm -hmm. to the people in Ivy City? Um, and how do I like speak to the people in Empower DC? And like how do I really show them that like I have good intentions that I really want to be about this shit and help in and whatever just, uh, whatever yeah. way I can. You know what I'm saying? But then also understanding how like once I'm done with that action or whatever we're organizing, how I can come back and still be a part of that. So for instance, this was a year ago. Um, right now, a, a mural is being built by the 411 collect or being painted in, by the 411 collective out in Ivy City. And they basically got a whole wall that that spells out Ivy City letters, mm -hmm. like so, spells out Ivy City and graffiti letters. Uh -huh. And on the side of that, they have a bunch of different pieces next to it. Um, but before we even started painting, before they even started painting in the city, we I or I, I reached out to Empower DC and I like spoke to the community members in Ivy City. Like we went out to their house, like we sat down with them, we spoke True. to them, like what do you feel needs to be represented in your city? Like what's happening? And they was talking about like the kids that they want to like rebuild Cromel School, which is an abandoned house, out, like an abandoned place out there that used to be a school. So they want to rebuild that into a recreation center because a lot of the kids don't have nowhere to play. Like it's fucked up. They playing out in the streets. There's no resources right, for right. them. Right, right. And then, yeah, and a lot of people don't realize like. If you don't have those kinds of resources, you're gonna have you're gonna have like some some fucked up shit happening because there's, there's nothing for anybody to do. There's no outlet for anybody. Yeah, exactly. You know so I mean? people like yeah, so like it's really fucked up out there, and like you know, like some kids gotten killed. You know what I mean? So that's another thing. So we went into the community, spoke to the people there, and um talked to them like what it is that they feel that needs to be represented. So one of the thing was one of the kids there that got killed. You know what I'm saying? His brother was there, and he was like, I really want my brother to be represented, to be in that mural. So we spoke to them, we wrote down our notes, put it all together, organized it, and before we started painting it, we like sent them the blueprint, sent them the rough draft of how, the, how it's all gonna look. You know what I mean? So like we, like my friend, uh, my friend uh, UR Jaw did like a whole portrait of the the kid that got killed out in Ivy City, you know what I'm saying? So it's gonna be a portrait of his face, and then also block uh, graffiti letters that say Ivy City. 
And to the side of that, they're also going to use some of the images that I use during um, the the cohort that I was a part of during that part when I was taking pictures of Ivy City. Yeah. They're going to use those images that I took in in the mural itself. So they're like that's printing it. They're printing it big as shit. Like um, <laughs> like uh, right, that's that's money. <laughs> yeah, they're printing it printing it big as shit, and they're putting out putting it as a part of the mural itself. Damn. Awesome. So like I'm like. Fucking yo, I'm honored and that shit is beautiful. You know yeah, what I'm saying? To awesome, see dog. to see my work to be a part of a mural graffiti piece in itself, but also in a city that that also has been struggling and like to like represent that in a good way. So that's another right. way, like exiting and continuing to be a part of that work. So I'm like completely honored. Like that mural um is gonna come up soon. I, I, I believe they're finishing it up right now as we speak. And like it's it's amazing. Like so it's a whole graffiti piece. Big ass wall, you know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. says Ivy City, and then my photographs are a part of that as well. So it's Damn, like it's fucking that's dope great, as shit. Man. You got you gotta let us know when that shit goes up because I'm yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, of course, yeah, yeah we'll I'm gonna post that shit. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we about to be out there, dog. <laughs> yeah, dog, like like I don't know, like that shit, that shit really touches me. I'm like, damn, yo, this is fucking dope. That's what it's all about, you know what I mean? Like it's easy for me to go out and like take pictures of like some random shit, you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. like. Go out and like just do like a quick and portrait it, session and, and like and, you know. it, and it goes back to just you doing it with a purpose. Yeah, everything <laughs> is just with a purpose, yo, and that's mm-hmm. like that's what I love and like that shit is like really really like motivating me to continue the work that I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. You got man. a police yeah. scanner. Huh? You got a police scanner? Nah, show man. these spots on the spot. I should, though. Catch them on the spot. Like, oh, so this is what you're really doing. <laughs> yeah, man. Run, <laughs> run up on them. Just as, it's a fair. It's public use, man. You're in the public. You just get out I there. Get, and get I get a lot chota. I get a lot chota. Fast and Furious one shit when they when they did that first race. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we got five more. We got five more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Different people set up around around the spot. Mm-hmm. So Ivy City themselves were okay with the wall. Like, yeah, they were. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. It's cool to see city ordinances getting on board with public displays of art. Yeah, I mean that's kind of, that's one of the. It's necessary. I mean, it's just, like if you want to really tap into where you're at, like you gotta you gotta get the, the local artist that 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 can show you something different that that you don't even think yeah. about as far as like it's representation. Know. Like, I I come from a city that a lot of times it's foreign influence that runs the direction of it. So seeing it out here, how the local communities are always you know pushing back. Like no, it's gotta be more of what we're about. Especially like now, now, yeah, with yeah, with don't you DC, yo. Uh Uh Now Gogo's gonna come back just because that one person complained. And yeah. they're like, you know what? Fuck you. We're gonna play this shit loud as fuck. Yeah, now. whole fucking block yeah, parties, yeah. yo. That <laughs> yeah. shit is fucking beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and like, I mean, I again, I'm not from DC, so I, I, I don't know if what I'm saying is accurate. And please let us know if, it, if this isn't. But I can tell, I can say confidently that Gogo was kind of like a, a thing that it was. Kind of, I, I don't want to say that it was dying, but it was kind of like maybe fading from the whole like DMV. Like whatever you call mm. it, the DMV sphere or the whatever. Scene or whatever. Yeah, you think and it was more generational at one point? It could be. Could it be. Could, yeah, it, yeah, could yeah be. it definitely could be because, like, I mean, you see, you see a lot of old heads that still play go-go. Like, I yeah. mean, shit. When we're when we're you know when we're outside, we people we hear people play go-go in their cars all the time when they're driving by, and and the thing is, like, it's 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 it, it used to be such a DC thing that nobody cared about, but now it's like. Now Gogo is becoming like a thing where it's anybody represent, it's representing the community right, itself. Exactly. It's local Any, music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's very unique. It's like you don't hear this anywhere else. And and it's and it's 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 a good thing to have like, you know, like it's like based yeah. in the 90s in Miami. If you go if you go to if you go to fucking Missouri. Music. I just say Missouri because I don't know shit about Missouri. I'm damn sure they got their own music scene out I'm there. I'm sure they do, yeah. but they don't have but the, again, like we have Gogo here. 
Damn. Missouri does suck. I mean, I was stationed in Missouri when I was in the Army, but still, I mean, I, I went to a go-go in, in Woodbridge, Virginia, mm-hmm. and it was the best yeah, I'm sure. time I ever had in my fucking awesome. life. And awesome. I, and Word. Fight, I loved every freaking bit of it. Like, <laughs> it was freaking awesome. Like, it, it, yeah, it, it needs to make a comeback. Right. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it's good like, music. It's not like it's shitty music. It's, it's good not, music. It's yeah. definitely not. Yeah. 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 Miami had some it. shitty music, but it, you still got <laughs> hey, down to it. Y'all got, y'all got Uncle Luke out there. <laughs> God bless his soul. The man won a Supreme Court case to prove a fucking point. <laughs> to prove a fuck. I also have the freedom of speech, and I'm going to say some nasty fucking shit with it. And I salute that man for fighting that case. <laughs> no, he Those are the kind shit. of things yeah. like I, I, that's what like seeing social activism is. It reminds me of like people who just want to be themselves and right. them being told they can't. And like mm-hmm. social activism is to kind of help those who want to be themselves but necessarily don't have the ability to fight their own battles. Because I mean, everybody Uncle has Luke was fortunate enough to be rich, right. or at least be making money off his music. Right, right. So then support his court case. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure some lawyer was like, I got you on the low, bro. We're gonna mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put my name on that bitch. Yeah, I need, I need my name on that docket and it's <laughs> yeah. rap. I'll make the rest of my money the rest I of my can, life. I can flex that bitch. I'm a I'm a frame that motherfucker. <laughs> so I like I mean I understand the immigrant like um uh the the, the social activism around immigration and all that and I think it's a very important discussion to have. Because in reality, Especially now. the country needs immigrants to sustain the way it operates. No matter what. So why don't we make it not necessarily easier, but easier to track and account for? Like, we want to know who's here. I understand that. But at the same time, yo, if we're the land of opportunity, are you telling me the opportunity is running out because you keep pushing people away? Right. Do I need to be worried as a citizen? Like, and, and it's funny. And it's funny that the word opportunity, opportunity, only because like, all right. So there's like obviously. Now people are scared, right? Or mm-hmm. they, at some You've point, always been scared, yeah, yeah. right? They've always, always been scared, been the, right? Yeah. There, there's that. But on top of that, like when when people get wind of ice raids and everything yeah. like that, people don't go to work at the farms. It fucks shit, right? Up. It fucks everything up. So what happens is there's all these there's all these job vacancies open. Why is it that the same people preaching all that bullshit don't go fill those don't jobs? Don't go fill those fucking jobs. They like don't that, that's do what work. pisses me off the they fucking most. They don't want to do that work. Right. But they get mad about them doing the work. Right. So who the fuck's going to do it? Your kids going to do it? So wait, so what is it like? They, 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 is it like a, a Schrodinger, Schrodinger, Schrodinger? Schrodinger's? Oh, it's like if it's dead or not in the box? Yeah, yeah. Like it's Schrodinger's a Schrodinger's box. Yeah. Schrodinger's yeah. cat. Sh- box, yeah, so, so is it a, Schro- a Schrodinger's immigrant? Like, are we taking your jobs? But not taking your jobs, like how does that even work? You know, yeah. you get what I'm saying. Like, so, are, like, are we taking your jobs, or do you guys want these jobs when they're available? Like, what's what's happening? Are we criminals? Are these <laughs> jobs available or not available? Which right. one do you want? Yeah, yeah. Which, you know. Well, I mean, me, me and Pierre, me and you have like experience in that because who, what American wants to be a lifeguard? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, all of our lifeguards <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. are, are uh-huh. taken from from Europeans or people yeah. from all over the world. A lot of lifeguards are from the, Europe. All over the world now. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, nobody wants to be a freaking lifeguard. Right. It sucks. Yeah, I and have then, a whole different view of, like, immigration coming from Miami because back then, when I grew up, we always had the wet foot, dry foot policy. What is that? What the that? fuck is that? All right, so during wet the food, dry food policy, wet, dog. <laughs> so my bad. I may have slurred. Yeah, dog, that's 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 a, that's a, that sounds like some animal shit. <laughs> dog. Nah. Uh, it's wet foot, dry foot policy. Oh, the, uh, Cuban, foot, dry, Cuban dry, dry yeah, foot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And seeing that and how a lot of times it played out, I'm not. I don't want to make overgeneralization statements, uh-huh. but I, in my experience, have experienced people coming, make it like it's 90 miles on a less than a motorized raft is a very difficult journey oh, sure. to make. Yeah. And coming from where you're coming from, chances are you're willing to risk that. And I understand right. that whole concept. Right. Yeah. Uh, but the policy was if they made it to land, 
They were guaranteed asylum. Like I, it, I thought it, really it was citizenship. Sh- no, it was asylum. It mm. was short because remember they were fleeing political oppression. It was a claim you had to make right. when you got here. Right, mm-hmm. right. Uh, so for them, they, they 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 shortchanged the policy, and it's like automatically you're essentially given papers, you're given you know food stamps, things like this to survive while you're here, mm-hmm. while they go ahead and figure out what to do with you. In the meantime, you're just sitting there for 15, 20 years until you get your citizenship or your permanent residency mm-hmm. or however long it takes you if you're really active about it. So what happened was a lot of that money that they were receiving, they had family here already. Like the 80s and 90s, a lot of families oh, left. Oh, I so see. Yeah, yeah. They're they, not they going to need... The system. They just... Essentially, they gained... I mean, I understand why because you're sending that shit to a country mm-hmm. that is really necessarily financially unstable. Like the, the government's the only thing running out there. Mm-hmm. People just getting by, like you said, when you go back home, you see people just getting by. So it's like a different, it's a, like, there's like a whole different yeah. like currency out this there. Is why yeah. Which is weird to me when a lot of uh, Cuban immigrant are Republicans and they're they're cheering on these these immigration things. I'm like, are you <laughs> like, fucking kidding me? You guys got the dog, shortest Hispanic path possible. Man. Like, how are you mad at your own people, dog? Yeah, man. That, <laughs> that shit, shit in I, me right I will, now? I will never understand that shit. I'll never understand, like, how somebody, as a fir- either a first or second generation American, is going to sit here and talk about build a wall. Like, dog, you would not be here if it yeah, wasn't for immigration. If somebody in your family at some point down the line came here illegally, maybe... I don't know. I can't Everyone's speak for everybody. Everyone's family came here illegally. Shit, my mom. Trace yeah. it back. My fucking my, my mom. My mom came over here illegally, pregnant with me, and I was Word. I was lucky enough to be born here. That's crazy. And I wouldn't, you know, I wasn't. I didn't have to deal with any of the bullshit that happens, you know, with like the DACA and all that shit with the yeah. Dreamers and everything like that. Because right now, that's what they're trying to take away is all the you know all the Dreamer Act and all that bullshit. And then like you're going to cripple but. industries, you're going to cripple cities, you're going to cripple your own infrastructure. Right, just leave your it alone, own, man. Like, just like <laughs> if they get, just leave it alone. Well, you like, can't just <laughs> leave it alone either because you don't want people living in like that limbo either. You need to find some sort well, of solution. I'm just, well, yeah. I'm, by what I mean, leave it alone is like don't take it away. Like just you know let's let's work on that. Let's let's figure it's, that it's out. It's crazy because the republic. I mean, I don't have to get political, but like the people who vouch for like stricter immigration laws also want less taxes but the government keeps spending money crazy with all these taxes and all that so don't you want more people to tax at a lower rate so you can continue to make the same amount of money it's still taxed we need the money not to say that I want to be taxing people 30% of their money like that's insane also yeah and you know what's funny I I plan to be successful in life and I'm not going to pay 45% of my hard earned money I mean if it is hard earned like if I'm getting like stock money back <laughs> right, all right right fine i'll split like a third of it with you whatever. <laughs> um but if i'm working hard for money i don't want to be giving up 40 percent of it to help people that may and, not it, and it's funny and, it, and, and it's funny mm-hmm. like i the the, the, the conversation. social services too not just immigrant services like right. i mean we're all human i mean yeah. we got yeah. we got, we need basic services no matter what yeah no matter if you're illegal or not. You got a, a piss that burns and you can't afford to go to the doctor? Dog, you, you might have syphilis and you need to get that looked at. You should be able to go do that for free, My man. My pee is hot. Yeah, like, shit hurt. Oh, shit. Shit hurt. The government gonna cover this? No. Here's your bill. I just peed last night. That shit hurt it. That shit hurt it. Think it's a kidney stone? It costs more to check. Please be syphilis. I got a, I got a big old rock that came out of my pee-pee. It hurt oh, it. Oh, nah. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine having a medical emergency and you're an immigrant or you're, you know, your undocumented citizen, uh-huh. like how how terrifying is that? Do I Dude, risk going yeah. back home? Yo, that shit is fucking here? scary, yo. Like, I feel like the narrative, like first off, the narrative is really fucked up. Like starting all the way from Trump and even before that, like before just that. saying that always, that, yeah. that like always. we're lazy or not working, and like even then, like saying that we're like just 
doing these jobs that no one wants to do. At the same time, like people like are coming here to become doctors, or they already right. were doctors out in their countries. Right. It's funny who you know, oh, what I'm saying? Or, were, or were educators, or they yeah. were like you know, what I'm saying like and scientists, doing menial you know, what I'm saying doing you know? menial jobs, like you know, is making. But they're just trying to build that again and trying to build it here. You know, right. what I'm saying, and right. that all helps America because we're all trying to help each other in that type of way. Oh, you know man, I mean, I've like I've the best thing so that immigrants, like the high skilled immigrants, I understand. Once you get the taste of the capitalism life out here, when you earn more. You want to stay and do more, uh-huh. but I feel like uh, if I had been, uh, let's say Puerto Rico itself was not a U.S. colony, <clears throat> and like I became a successful whatever the fuck I'm doing, <laughs> I would want to go successful to porno Puerto- director. Yeah, go right. to Puerto Rico I would want to start the it. industry in Puerto right. Rico. We work 12 years round minus hurricanes, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like the problem these countries face is that the more exodus there is. The less the money harder, they, yeah. yeah. The less money it is, the government to drum up. So what's gonna happen? They're gonna take over industries, and what are they gonna do? Well, fuck it. These people aren't working for it. They're leaving us. We're not gonna share with them. not to say like these people. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea is like you know we need to f- find a way to take some of the hardest working people, but then give them skill sets and an ability to transfer that skill set back home. Because mm-hmm. in the end, like we do want. I mean, I, I not to be all hippie shit, but wouldn't it be nice if every country could at least self-sustain? Yeah, and only borrow Hell from each yeah. other in yeah. emergencies. Yeah. Utopian, like, yeah. well, I like, even got to yeah. be utopian. Like, fuck it, there's like, always gonna be conflict. Like, yeah. you know? There's always gonna be okay conflict, but at least like getting but close to it. You know what I'm saying? We don't have I to feel be like on a lot shit, of shit, but we gotta at least make the world easier for us to just coexist. This is one yeah, big coexistence. Rock. Yeah, yeah. You know? we only got one planet. Like, there ain't no Earth two. You think it'd be easier? I mean, if we all just fucking got along, like everyone could be as worse as they wanted to be, like. Well, I just, you know, life just doesn't it's, make fucking sense with the fucking power that people have. No, it doesn't, yeah. man. It, it, it fucking sucks because the people that are in power, hella selfish. Hella selfish, Everyone's yo. selfish. You think yeah. about it. Yeah, hella, yeah. Every country, like, but, like, still, like, even these, you know, Europe, you know, whatever country in the world, like, they have mm-hmm. power, they don't care as long as they get their bank. That's right. true. That's it's all, it's all about money, yo, at the end of the day. Like, just trying to make bread. The only people that, that don't struggle is the people in power. Right, yeah, because yeah, they're, and then they don't give a fuck about anybody else because they're straight. They're, they're chilling. Yeah, they're like, chilling. They don't, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> that shit is real like you see it all all throughout the country like i remember going like you go to baltimore or something you see like buildings like like are completely abandoned you see like right next to another house that's being built yeah, for built, like yeah, mad yeah. money and like people mm-hmm. living night like it's real fucked up and like you see that shit everywhere and you see it in dc you see it in VA, oh yeah of course yeah. and it's just wild yo and then uh, so what happens is like then you get gentrification they want to kick all the old people like not the old people not, not old people but the original residents out, yeah, because they want to make it look nice uh-huh. for, to what their standards are of being nice. Mm-hmm. So what happens is we get a lot of people. We get a lot of people. Like so, we have like if you have like a predominantly Hispanic neighborhood, right? Everybody like if they they get an offer for their house. Oh shit, I got an offer for the house. It's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I could take this back home. I can make something of myself back home. That's usually what happens. Like a lot of people. A lot of people like like my family. I've, 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 I was blessed that my mom and my dad, they hustled. They saved every bit that they could only uh-huh. because they didn't, they, they're from the he mountains. He was slinging dick, Word. wasn't he, dog? He, he could have been. Good looking dude. On the low. low. On the low. He could have been. twins, bro. They are actually twins. So, like, so, like, they, they, I've been blessed that they, they didn't really give in to the whole American lifestyle. Uh-huh. Meaning, they didn't 
they didn't believe in vanity or any of that shit. Like having a nice car and everything. They, as long as they had a car that worked or yeah. a truck that worked, fine, whatever. Because back 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 home for them, they didn't. You know, they were they were cooking on a truck that worked was a luxury to have. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Okay. So and then like like one of the biggest expenses that they made was buying a newer truck that had AC in it. With like actual like a back seat, you know what I mean. That was like a huge luxury for them. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit, damn, this truck is kind of nice. I like this truck. <laughs> y'all got, y'all got like, holy now. shit, it's got a whole CD damn, player. Damn, hard 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 <laughs> Yo, so, put my mixtape in right quick. Damn, shots to Hey, puta esta mierda, esta mierda no sirve. Fuck, hate this music. But yeah, I mean, like back back home for them, like they they live very. You know, very humble. You know, uh-huh. and, they, they, and that translated over well over here because they were able to save a shit ton of money. They bought houses, and they rent they rented them out to you know their circle of people. Which even then, that feat in and of itself helps it, it, grow the community. It, 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 not only that, but it, it, yeah, obviously it helps. But like, how do you like back then? There was no such thing. Like we didn't call taxis. We called raiteros. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we would call. Like there would be like people that like it, it would be like an underground taxi company. It'd just be some guy in a van yeah. that he just happened to have his number on like the local mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Spanish grocery store, and he would be the guy to give you rides. And it, but because we, we they don't speak English, so that they they would feel more comfortable talking to somebody that speaks Spanish to give him a ride. And uh-huh. that, that's where the name Raitero comes from, giving mm. a ride. Rai Raitero. Yeah. So yeah. that was like that's how we got around. And then like and then um, Mendoza Express is that is that what it's called? Like where you could say like the big ass box back home, like. Um, or like a shipping box, like yeah. a six by six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and we would like we would have one just laying in the house, stuff it with and just stuff it with shit here and then, and, and send then it back, and send it back. Yeah. Like anything that I didn't that I that I wouldn't wear anymore. And they'll sell that shit. Yeah, yeah and that's it. Yeah, they send it back and they My sell it. My mom does that shit all the time, yeah. bro. She just like send a box the other week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it only it only helps. And I, what I was trying to get at was the fact that. The people like my family back home, how they were raised is totally different than how we were raised yeah. here. You know what I mean? Like back then, all you needed was a little, little cot. That's it. Or little, you know, and then and then to have like a house out here is already a, a, too much of a luxury in and of itself. So fuck it. You know what I mean? Even having an apartment is already super nice. Hell so, yeah. So that they, you know, living 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 for them is a little easier because. They get, they, yeah, they get yeah, by. They get like, by. Yeah, they get by. They don't need much. Yeah, and that shit always hit me. Like, I remember, like, going to school and, like, they'll say, uh, I forgot what the fuck we was watching. We was watching something, but, like, they put something on and they were talking about, like, if you just own a refrigerator, you're already, like, yeah. more comfortable than mm-hmm. the, a big percentage of the entire world. You know what I mean? Because you think yeah. about all these third world countries and everywhere. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. really fucked up. It um, is. Because, I mean, I saw, I saw my share of fucked up shit when I was in Honduras and I was like, yo. Okay, I cannot complain. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. cannot complain living here and I, having what I have, having a fucking cell phone. Yeah, just cell that, phone, yeah. Just that. Or even having just Wi-Fi or having Wi-Fi. accessible Wi-Fi. Water. Do you communicate at ease? Yeah. yeah. You know how hard it is in rural areas if you don't have telephone or electricity to communicate with each other? I, I was down in Peru for this past New Year's and I got to see like the rural, like actual mm-hmm. natives, the Quechuan out yeah. there and like you never speak to them themselves and like hearing that like they keep it alive like they mm-hmm. keep it real mm-hmm. granted they're working with tourism and I went on the fucking tourism thing but they guarantee that they're gonna show you an authentic like uh, local culture right it's yeah. not gonna be like oh and that's vital that's vital the, like, Whenever they, you the money we yeah. pay and the things we spot and all that stay within them like within their community Word. it was interesting because they, they were able to take credit cards 
<laughs> they had actually adapted. They knew to get on the bus, go to the only place in town that had Wi-Fi, stop the bus, and say, okay, well, who had what? Okay, let me see the paper, boom, charge it. And they're charging good because like, it's high quality. Hell yeah. Like uh, uh, llama wool and uh, alpaca wool and this all that. It's like, my girl got a scarf. I was like, uh, it's like alpaca. A shirt. It's alpaca, man. <laughs> she was like 160 bucks. At least I'm making True. that up. It might, but it's over $100. I know that for sure. Or and for them, over $100. I mean, that's a good salary over, over there. Yeah. For them, that's going to help their community in itself. Like, Hell yeah. And they taught us like, yo, this is what we do here. And this is like how we live. And this is why we do the things. But then we also... You know, this is how we've assimilated to like 21st century. Right. And I think that that's something that is, uh, for me, assimilation. It's like super cyberpunk there, guy. Cyberpunk. You guys uh, ever heard of that? Cyberpunk? Cyberpunk. Yeah, it's like, uh, you ever watch um, Elysium? You guys ever watch Elysium? No. Mad Damon. Bold. Oh, assimilating, like adding things to yourself? No, it's like, all right, so um, I'm trying to think of like the best way to describe it. So cyberpunk <laughs> is like if you, if you're, if you're, if you're in a, in, a, in like a rural rural area, uh-huh. mm-hmm. but you have a functioning computer, and but you use it to do other things other than what a computer is meant to do. I don't know how to explain it. Like Blade Runner, you guys watch Blade Runner? I haven't watched it in years. I haven't Dumb. watched that joint, yo. I'm trying to think of like the best description <laughs> of cyberpunk. I can't <laughs> like I can't using think a of device one. beyond what it's made to do. But mm. yeah, but yeah. But it's already obsolete. Like if we like using a cell phone, oh, like a Nokia five hundred in my shoulder blade or something. Right, and, and, it, and but it's like it's like part of like a, it's mm. like a cyborg attachment kind of thing. Ah, okay. But it's like used outside of what it's supposed to. Okay. Okay. But it's like you know that's, that's no. But I mean, when I say assimilate, like he's using the technology available. That's cyberpunk. I mean, because what like what you said is like he. They they obviously don't have the means to have like a whole kiosk to no, charge people, no, but no, no. they make a way to use digital. Yeah. They know where to go into town to run these transactions. Right, hell yeah, it's approved. Right. All right, they go about your day. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he made some money. You know, that's how it works. Yeah, yeah definitely. But it's important to say these indigenous like things. Like I wish there was more like Taino influence in the Caribbean. Like of all yeah, because that's all your people. Indi- yeah, of all yeah. the Indians that like got fucked up. Not that like to take away from everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like what Taino culture was left after? We fought wars with wooden swords, dog. Like <laughs> how <laughs> we gonna fight off disease and these guys with guns? Again, get hit on both fronts. Come on, yeah. Like, we didn't yeah, know yeah. gonna survive. Mm-hmm. So, like that's one thing. Like when I look at like old imagery and I see people, like the genetics are still around. Obviously, interbreeding occurred. Like, yeah, we got good genetics. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like we got really good genetics. The, we mix, got, that's the that. mix of the natives, the mix of the slaves, like, or African-Americans. I don't even know how I'm saying this, right? African-Americans. Mm-hmm. And, like, European conquistadors. We, Latin people are very, or you know, Latinx people are yeah, very we, attractive yeah. people across the spectrum. Hey, mm-hmm. gang. Like, whole lot of gang shit. The ones that gang, are mostly gang. Indian to the ones that are mostly African. So we gonna fuck you, bitch. European, we have a broad <laughs> variety of beautiful people. Like, <laughs> Like for me, like even like e- the so here's here's how here's here's how ignorant I was at some point in my life when I was younger. I didn't know about Dominican Republic. I didn't know like I mean I knew about bachata like because I yeah uh, that's my shit <laughs> dancing bachata yeah. and shit. Well, man, yeah. I only knew the songs. Yeah, I yeah, knew the songs. Knew. I didn't so, know I knew any of corridos. I don't know yeah. nothing no, else. So I didn't know anything about like the culture, the Dominican culture, the Puerto Rican culture, other no. than what was shown to me. You know, likewise. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know about the Central American culture until I grew up. Right, and I got yeah. to soccer more, and I started and looking into these countries. I'm like, okay, there's a bridge <laughs> that got me to learn more about. I went to where these countries are. Uh-huh. And like, who's, you know, I went to New Jersey history. one time, and I saw this old black dude talking fucking fluent ass Spanish. I was like, yo, wait, hold up, what? <laughs> <laughs> I had never met an Afro Latino. I never met an Afro Latino up until that point, and it, it it just resonated with me for a second because I was like, wait, hold on. 
oh, that's okay. So he, because like the Spanish is like Caribbean Spanish. I was like, so he must be Dominican or Puerto Rican or something. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, or something. Yeah, but yeah. even like, yeah, they're from or Honduras too, like yeah. Los Garifanos and yeah. shit. Like, go yeah, to, all go the to Panama, our, the, Mexico the too, like oh, everywhere, yo. Yeah. Yeah. You reminded me now just because like um, our music, our national music is it's Punta. It, it's Punta, but it has very Afro, like it has very African roots like yeah. it's very it's very like if you if you were to listen to african music and our music it you, you it, it'd be hard to tell the difference you know what i mean because like well, a lot I mean, of it, african music influenced the whole central and caribbean and south american music scape mix mm-hmm. it with the native music that was being made at the time i mean there's parallels i mean they, all of them had like a lamb or like high drums or some sort of like percussion and then they and here we had flutes in the, in the central and south american mm-hmm. areas yeah. so you put all those together like you know bring in some european instruments now you got you know some of the broadest music from Hell yeah. from, from uh dumbo to salsa to bachata to you know even narcos corridos i say that as a joke but it's yeah. like, no, no, it's, yeah, real, like, it's a real I, I, like, I, I, you know, I could i could listen to some narcos like it's narco a real, like yeah. music that's influenced by obviously the history of what's been going on down there but just the instruments and the shit that they use it's all coming from the fact that Central and South America, and the Caribbean included, is all one melting pot of like the three most potent, I guess you could say, ethnicities at the time. Because hmm. the natives—I mean, granted, the natives didn't survive disease, but look how strong the genetics are. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. the, I mean, the genetics are strong as fuck, yeah. right? We all yeah, look great. Yeah. Yeah. Got nice cheekbones, <laughs> nice jawlines. This is white. Out. This is this is a white feature. My fucking beard. This is a white feature. <laughs> like some somewhere down the line, some. Ancestor of mine banged a white person, and I got. And I, this is what I got, because it it, it, like back in the day, like back the Mayans didn't. This is not a. This is not a feature that you that you have that anybody has, mm-hmm. because you don't need native, it. Native, native, like native people don't really have a lot of facial hair to, to begin with. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I know where I get mine. And my mom, and my mom looks white. Like she, she's pretty pale. Like she's Word. a very light. Very Have you light done a twenty three and me? Have you thought about that? I mean, minus them, you know, mining your data. Yeah, you I was about to say. I don't want to be in the FBI database, yeah, dog. Yeah, I thought about that shit, but like right. I hear that it's not really that accurate. They're just making bread off of you for a really. Yeah. yeah, it's very general. Yeah. That's why they give you all those circles. Yeah, it's kind of like uh. Based on our math, about six percent chance that your genetics are from this region. So we're gonna say you're six percent black. No, like, damn, I want to know. I, I, I low key want to know if there's somewhere some European blood in me somewhere. Only beca- because <laughs> again, this beard like we don't like Hispanic people as as a as as a. I don't want. We I don't, got more fish what's the, to line as a lineage. As a lineage, we ain't got like shit that. out here, bro. Peace, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all was going on me last time. I was growing my shit. Shirts sure, wide and I had no. I was like, yeah, I grew my, I grew my whole beard. And y'all were like, what the fuck is that? I was like, damn. Yo, we were ruthless. Ruthless. Yeah, ruthless. Fuck. I was like, I gotta shave my shit. Hey. <laughs> I was so proud too. I went to the meet. I was like, yo, my man Pierre gonna get hip to this beard. Eternally. <laughs> that was at the Tyson's meeting and shit. No. I was like, <laughs> I was like, damn, dog. Talking about killing my high, bro. Thanks. I was confident <laughs> as fuck when I got here. <laughs> I should have walked at the house. Hell yeah. yeah. I thought I was beard gang, bro. I was in, I, was I don't remember club. that, dog. I don't remember you. Yeah, that was at Tyson's. Yeah, I had like my shit because it wasn't really a beard to your standards. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's how, like, I had my shit like right it's here. The most. Oh yeah, you had the little link, the little. Yeah, the little shit. I had like this. 
I would I would roast you right now if you still have Exactly, yo. That's what you said too. I know you was there too, yo. You saying that shit. That's how you get a beer, man. I guess back in the days you need a lot of pussy. I don't know. Well, <laughs> it's got nutrients. Got nutrients. All, that, all the nutrients. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Word. All the B12. So what's next, Conrado, like in terms of just creativity? Like what's a future project? Yeah, what are you, you trying have? to do, dog? Dog, there's so much shit I'm trying to do, yo, for real, for real. Like, again, I got that mural that's coming up with my piece, my photos, and then my photos out in Minnesota being exhibited. Um, but like I also have my project, Know the Ledge. It's like my debut. Like, I've, been I've been waiting on that motherfucker for too. For a long time, dog. dog. I've been slacking, son. For it's real, been for like real. a year. It's now. been a minute. It's been it's been a minute. Like I'm trying yo, to do, life, I'm trying to do a life video, been hitting me hard, yo. <laughs> life been hitting me hard. Like so much, so much crazy shit. Like yesterday I found out like one of my boys uh just got locked up for um for uh distribution of narcotic narcotics. So like he gonna do some time like my like one of my best friends. He about to do some time like be locked up for a good minute. Damn, and that shit that shit still hit me right now. I'm kind of like it's just fucked up. You know what I mean? I was like crying yesterday and shit. But like life's just been hitting me really really hard, dog. And I just been dealing with like a lot of shit. But I'm still like motivated and trying to put in the work. Yeah. To, to you know what I'm saying? Because I'm still working like full time. Like I work 50 hours a week. Damn. And I like yeah, dog. Like my only days off is Tuesdays and shit. Like only t- I do shows at night. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I have a show at eight. Or nine, and I rock out. Like I think and a couple. And, and your and your girl lets you. Like you, this, 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 yeah, I be I be inviting. I, I go to my kids a lot too. For real, oh, for real. Okay. I bring my kids out to the shows, and they they get immersed into the whole art scene, which is really dope. True. Like they see like some of the graph writers that I know, and like they see them do the whole murals, and like they see all the art, and I just like to immerse them into that. But it gets tough, shit. yo. It's good shit only because like me growing up, like I wasn't I was not exposed to any any art exactly me neither any, yo any at all art. like i just knew how to work a, a old vhs camera and only because <laughs> i knew how to work it i was recording shit just because Word. Like, they don't know how they didn't know they don't know technology hell yeah i already got my kids so, yeah, like you're, taking you're, pictures yeah. and shit yeah that's nice, good shit nice that's with my shit. phone or like i remember when they was little i got them like a little toy camera and they were like okay. little like take pictures and shit so they're like used to that whole thing but like yeah i got the project coming out know the ledge it's set to be released hopefully by the end of the summer I got a music video coming out, a couple of new songs, and like it's really dope, yo. Like I'm just like trying to build the whole movement, and it's crazy because like I literally only have one song out, right? Mm-hmm. And like I've been rocking shows like every other week, like I like I do shows all the time, like I'm always out doing stuff, like part right, of the right. art action. I see you, man. I, I see you. This is crazy. Yeah. yeah, you're hustling, dog. Yeah, like before this podcast, like I was out, like fucking, I, I was talking to some people from. Um, I think New Virginia Majority or some shit like that is like an organization. They're doing like a, nice a lot of work. Name. Yeah, <laughs> they're doing like a lot of work in the community, and they just invited me out to Richmond. You know what I'm saying? They trying to like have me do a whole piece, like a whole 10, 15 minute set. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, wow. so it's tight. Right. And it's cool because like I've been able to like make bread off of like photography, doing stuff that I love. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then also at the same time, like perform and make money off of that too. And it's so cool to, like, really see all that come together. You know what I mean? I never thought that shit was possible, yo. Right, like, yeah. Yeah, like, pay it, bills with a, art, you it's, know? It was, it's, it like, even even photography, selling photography or making money off of photography is such a mythological thing for a lot of people, Hell myself yeah. included. Like, to be able to, to just take that leap and say, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I am. This, this is what I'm going to do. And it's usually when you take that leap, though, that you find out that you're right. Right, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, too, yeah. 
There's a lot of self-doubt sometimes, and I mean, you're you're fucking out here killing it, man. You're doing yeah, your thing. I'm trying, though. I'm struggling, like, yeah, to you, be you honest. Got job, like, you got a job it. as it is, though, so, like, uh, one That's thing even we, harder, and he's got kids. Yeah, right? dog. Like, I take pictures every day, and yeah. And baby mama. Goddamn. And baby mama, like, shit. Yeah, dog. It'd be, it be tough, yo, but, like, you know what I'm saying? But I take pictures every day. Like, I work for Life Touch Portrait Studios. Okay. So, like, I work for, like, a family portrait studio. I yeah. just, like, take pictures of little ones, like, newborns, like, Business headshots, mm. you know what I'm saying? Whole families. And oh, so shit. you're still within photography? Yeah, I'm taking pictures like every day, like okay, I, okay. like all the time, you know, like 50 hours a week. Yeah, not my, thing, yeah, yeah, it's within the company. <laughs> right, you know so what I'm saying? So it's your head left. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, type of thing. But it's really, it's crazy though. Like before I started with the company, I was like, you know, I was already doing like uh, portrait events, all types of stuff, like getting my photos and exhibits and mm. galleries. Like I even got my shit published by um, what is it? Forgot which uh, USA Today. I got one of my photographs right, published awesome, by them, awesome. and then ended up getting published by um, what is it? ID, which is a huge like a huge like magazine. I know and shit. what it is. Yeah, yeah ID. I yeah, I, yeah. yeah it's there's the wink face yeah, with a smile. Yeah, so yeah. fucking dope, yo. And like after doing that, like I went into to this company and started like taking pictures of the families and all that during the busy season, mm. and I ended up being like the like the photographer that shot the most sessions in the entire company. I think I sh- I, sh- I shot like. 250 sessions in like a month some crazy shit like i was working like from like nine in the morning to like nine at night non-stop just taking pictures yo Mm -hmm. like you know what i'm saying taking pictures of newborns like full families like all types of shit yeah and like that shit was tough yo i was like i've done i've done all this shit like i went out to Mm -hmm. like like bandos and i went into like little like places and like hell yeah yeah, bandos and bandos are the best yeah yeah, bandos (laughs) are the shit like we don't know where they're located stop asking us man yeah don't ask us where the fuck is located like going to like abandoned structures and then also like going out into protests where like you feel like the police are gonna come out and, and hit you with like Fucking Mason shit, like it's like I real tragic shit. I thought protests at a young age. Yeah, it's just beautiful. My, my pops took me in Puerto Rico. They were they were protesting this telecom deal between the government, which mm. I think in the end the protest made itself out. But heck, in one day he took me like three separate protests throughout like some of the like cities around the capital. He's like, no, go check this shit out. Hell like, yeah. What? And he's like, like, Lu <laughs> And I'm here like nine, ten years old. Lu yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like but, shit. Uh, but I saw like you know you could like if you my fiance was she'd be like no this guy's always yelling for people to protest like mm-hmm. get in the fucking streets make your voice heard. I mean on the shit that I, I even things that I don't agree with like if you really feel like conviction enough between it like you got the First Amendment right go speak your fucking voice like Hell yeah. don't complain in the shadows and talk and start talking shit that's an American luxury right there brother and, and that's why like people shit. like to live here. <laughs> right? people, people getting shot in other countries for doing that shit yeah I mean so people get yeah. shot out here for other reasons too but well, uh, <laughs> that's a whole, <laughs> that's a whole separate thing. podcast right there that's but yeah anyway <laughs> but yeah man like, and I remember in Miami Elian Gonzalez like, I remember Elian Gonzalez. Yeah. Dog. Do you know what that is? That's the homie. Mm. So, mm. That's the homie. <laughs> 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 so his his mother fled Cuba with him on a, on like a just you don't a, remember this dog? Nah. Right, so Elian Gonzalez. Elian Gonzalez. The nah. kid. The kid from. Right, so yeah, so yeah. let me break it down real quick. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so the mother flees Cuba. Uh, I, she didn't leave with her husband. I don't know what the relationship was between mm-hmm. the mother and the father. Um, they make it seem like they weren't that good, or maybe it was like, oh, he was just waiting to meet her there. Uh, but she leaves with the kid. Uh, the, something happens to the boat or the raft or whatever, and the kid's the only one left alive. And some U.S. Uh, some U.S. citizens pick him up. I don't know if it was international waters or just like in U.S. custody waters. But fishermen pick him up. Mm. And at that time, it was the wet foot, dry foot policy. 
So right. nobody knew how to classify, like, yo, is this wet foot, dry foot? That boat because he goes you. on a boat. Yeah, the boat is U.S. property, so yeah. technically that is U.S. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so <laughs> the kid comes back to Miami. The family he's here, they know they're sad, they mourn, uh, and then the U.S. government's like, yo, we gotta send the kid has to go back. The dad wants custody of his own child. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when the fuck did this happen? Like the oh, 90s, bro. Yeah, it was like late 90s. 90s? Yeah, yeah, Jan yeah I'm Reno, not even hip. Bill I'm not even hip, yo. Yeah, I'm sure Netflix is doing You don't doing remember the story with the Dolphins? Like, he, he, he was saying that the Dolphins helped him, like... Bro, I'm not hip to this at all. Oh, this yeah, is, like, completely yeah. new. It's are, we the, are we in the same universe here? What the fuck? How did you not you see this growing up in the school? You might be too young. Wait, how old are yeah, you? Born, I'm 25. Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I was born 94, dog. I was like his age. <laughs> oh, you're like my sister. Yeah, you, you, weren't yeah. That, you weren't that old then. You, you couldn't you even talk, or, talk with your stupid you're ass. You were still a toddler at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Go back and look at it. It's pretty dope. That's that's fucking crazy. It's, it's, it's an important case because they, they, they define yeah. wet foot, dry foot, like at that moment, Word. like, no, it's actual soil. Yeah, because of that case. And there was like the whole raid with the adoptive parents. Oh, yeah, because the the parents are like the sister or somebody. Somebody somebody that was affiliated to the mother's side of the family had the kid. Like, no, we're not going to send him back. His mother died trying to bring him here. Uh-huh. So like he should stay here and like nah man like the, the policy is what for dry for the kid got picked up if the U.S. Coast Guard had picked him up he would have been sent back home after being you know medically cleared Word. so they had to raid the home of the even like the picture that they, a, a photojournalist was in the room mm-hmm. with the kid when the SWAT guy comes in with the gun pointed at the guy holding a kid and that's wow. the picture that made the front page oh shit yeah so that's crazy. Yeah, bro, that's uh, that's the story of like, and then I went out to the process of that because like, damn, you had to send in people. You couldn't just go in there and say, listen, like, this is right. what's really. The, yeah, I mean, yeah. What else can we do for you? Like, I know we want to leave the kid here. Mm-hmm. We know America's great for him, and they sent the kid back home. And of course, Cuba waved that as a giant flag and made him a whole propaganda thing. Not to say the kid doesn't believe it. He was young enough to believe in whatever's going. Dude, on. Dude, that, that whole exactly. that whole thing was a yeah. mess, dog. That I remember like, even shit show. I, that was like, the first time I experienced tear gas. I was like twelve. Damn, no, how old was I? Nine, ten. 95, 90s, no, late 90s, I'm like, yeah, you a whole G, dog. I, I, I don't think oh, I'm you a whole G, sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here. Like, I'm like, what? I'm over here. 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 I'm over I need to get a mask so I can go and take pictures of it. Like I wouldn't mind standing in the fucking tear grass with my mask on, taking photos of things. Obviously, because you're not breathing that shit in. Well, dumb. Because I already breathed it once. The shit's like it sucks. That's why they use it. Like it's, it's a terrible feeling. Word. Like, I know, like, what's worth going out there and dealing with that kind of shit. I just don't go to all the protests because sometimes it's like... That shit, that shit... You guys got to get sh- permits. You really think this is going to be effective? <laughs> as soon yeah. as they made you get permits for protesting and marches and shit, lost all its effectiveness. Hmm. All of its effect. The government was a guy, hey, all right, that's right. We're supposed <laughs> to make it allowable. They're supposed to be able to gather and to give their speech. But nobody ever... get a permit now. Yeah, nobody, nobody ever really follows that. Like, yeah, sure, you get a permit, but then it's like... Okay, does people it, go out and do their own thing? Right. The ones that matter are the ones that people go out and do their own thing, but you're also risking legal persecution because now laws exist that and if then you're the doing some kind of shit like this. And the media can just as easily say, well, they didn't have permits. <laughs> and then your whole your whole thing is. Your whole shit. No, I'm supposed done, to be yeah. able to gather at will and have my free speech. Yeah. But like, I can't be disruptive. Motherfucker, how'd you make this country? You were disruptive as fuck. <laughs> Hell yeah. You was mad we're doing it to you. We, <laughs> like they, shit. They wrote this in the first pages of the fucking government, right? Uh, the right to assemble. These motherfuckers it's, took it's, over this country with a fucking flu. Y'all doing the same <laughs> shit. Y'all doing the same shit to us in very microtransactional ways that you got done to you because you know yeah. it works. Because it's just important, yo. Because they just they it's just like want us to be quiet. Last longer than a presidencies. Presidencies, you can probably get twelve years after sixteen years max. But after that, for sure, you're not gonna govern, and somebody else will govern. In dictatorships, you got thirty years if you're young enough. And then and then you get your son to do it. Yeah. <laughs> 
and his kid if he's smart enough and yeah this and then is, you get North Korea it's crazy <laughs> or then you get people like America to stick their fucking nose in it off a couple people and then put some other people that are more impressionable uh, in boats right. mm-hmm. and then you get mayhem and the whole yeah. fucking and then continent. you get a caravan yeah, people leaving that fucking man. idiot that's getting used from all kinds of fucking countries. Dog. Meanwhile, China's in Africa blowing out more co- pavement, Yo. creating real infrastructure One of the, for the whole continent. No. And we can't do that in South America. We can't even create infrastructure for other people. Like, what are we doing? Like shit. Can't like even the, do our own infrastructure. The weight of the world is like, what is it? Astronomical, like... This shit is a lot, yo. Can't be the world's police. You this shit is a lot. You gotta, you. you know what I'm saying? You just gotta put in the work and like do whatever he feels right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? One I feel weir- like one of the weirdest questions I got recently was somebody, old lady, old white lady, super she nice. Asked you how big it was? She asked me. She asked me if I knew anybody in the caravan. <laughs> the disrespect. And I was like, <laughs> dog. And I was like, damn, people are really this dumb. But I, you know, I didn't put it. I didn't hold her against her just because she's an old white lady. She doesn't know <laughs> Fuck any better. That. She should know better. And she I was also I was also longer. at work, so I couldn't like stifle bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we don't condone hitting women at all. But, but that was like the weirdest how thing. Disrespect, yeah. like, bitch. Do I know anybody? But no. But the, here's the thing, though. She it, it, she meant zero disrespect. I should have asked. Did you know any slave owners? Yeah, because like, probably did. Yeah, right. I'm you sure. old that old? Like go somebody, back to somebody tree, somewhere, family some, tree. Like, there's, yeah. yeah, if you go down the family tree, a lot of white family trees. I'm sure a lot My of my grandfather complained for so long. Yeah, <laughs> before he died. There's no my ancestors. I don't know. Whatever, man. But the, like that to me, that resonated because it was like, God damn. So just because I mentioned, because I told her, I, you know, I, oh, I'm from Honduras, and the, the the media, mainstream media, they were they were playing that whole thing like, oh, they're all from Honduras. Everybody's from Honduras, and and then like obviously because I mentioned that I'm from there. Oh, do you know anybody in the caravan? I'm like, dog. Are you fucking serious? Man, right I'm, now, just, man. I'm just I'm just here to fill shit, your service <laughs> request. Thank you. I'm out. I saw <laughs> that shit when um, what happened? I was out in a in a grocery store and like this white lady went up to this uh, Muslim woman mm-hmm. and was like, "Oh, did you hear what was happening out like to uh, I forgot what what ah something happened uh, a couple months ago with uh damn what was it Yemen? Believe I believe so. It was ha- something happened in Yemen. What was it? Yeah, what a was lot of shit's happening in Yemen. It's not yeah, like, like, yeah, my stop. And she was just like, she Seriously? looked at her. She was like, oh, do you know someone from over there? Like, I can't believe it. And she started crying. <laughs> she was like, she was like, about to shed a tear. She was like, I feel so sorry for you. Oh my God. Oh, and I was just uh, like, I'm actually from Michigan. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, like, I was like, what the fuck? Down. And she like, was like, uh, she was just trying to do her job. You know what I'm saying? She was like, that was a very awkward situation. But it's just like, oh no. That shit happens a lot. That white, <laughs> the, the white savior bullshit. It, it always backfires. Uh, yeah, especially now. Everybody like, wants to be the hero of their story, and I understand that. I mean, my favorite book is called "The, the Hero with a Thousand Faces," and it, people really live their lives to that. Like, they believe they're on a journey. They believe they're entering and exiting places, like you mentioned earlier. But like, they're the ones making the decisions that affect the world around them. Not to say that they're wrong, right? Our decisions affect the shit around us, uh-huh. of course. But. Sometimes like you don't have to imprint that on other people by like running into the oh my god I'm so sorry your country's being bombed and all this shit I'm like yeah like, like bitch I'm from Michigan what's from going there. on in the U S <laughs> what the Kidding? fuck yeah. is it just because the way I'm dressed and the way I'm I'm, I'm identifying myself <laughs> no back the fuck up lady cash or credit paper or bag or plastic what the fuck do you want get out of my face yeah so how you flip that is like you'd be like if if they get say that they're oh I'm uh, I got some German in me oh are you Nazi yes <laughs> wow like yeah. shit. wow <laughs> whatever. 
white people. It's a good way to shut a white person up. Yeah, you know. No offense to my Caucasian. I can't hide. I can't. I can't hide my brown skin. There's no way. I don't want to hide. Can't hide it. You can't. You know. You know. Not that. Not that I want to. It's just like you know. We we carry this, it. The, the crazy part is like you look at the skin and then all of a sudden you like. I'm a Mexican. Gay, I'm a, do you have a definition of who I am? You're a Mexican. Oh, you're on, a Mexican. Me? <laughs> you're white. I'm, I'm, I'm a Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> I'm white, but I'm not white at the same time. You know what I mean? Just, just, what? I'm, <laughs> yeah. so, no, it's, it's, what it's in like, Spanish? <laughs> I, 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 I don't. I'm not like you know. When we talk about white people, we talk about white people. He's he's a white person. It's a but it just happens to be white. Don't act yeah. white. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like I, I've been through not mm. the same struggles as everything, but I've, I've struggled myself. Yeah. I don't see. Oh yeah, not to say that like the privilege. I feel like people. He doesn't. He, I, don't he, have yeah. a I think yeah. the biggest problem is not necessarily race, but race does play a role in some things, especially systematically. But the people having to survive in a system that's only made for people with money, like. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's, I get that's, why I the best. That's the, that's I get why the best it. of things are costing good money, mm-hmm. uh, but everyone should have an opportunity to make money enough to survive. Right. Yeah, it's true. People do crazy shit out of desperation. People leave their home country and homelands out of desperation. Oh, here's a weird one. People do crimes. People commit crimes for money. Desperation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, and like. You know what I'm saying? You just try to make it out for real, for real. Money like, you see this shit everywhere, like, from our hoods, from, like, you know, people going, leaving countries to come out here. And, like, I see that shit all the time, especially, like, in my community with, like, all my friends and shit. Like, again, like, my man's just got locked up yesterday. Like, they just Damn. picked him up. He got set up. And, like, this shit's real fucked up, yo. And it's just, like, we just trying to make it out, you know what I mean? Like, we just trying to figure out different ways to, to build a future and shit. And, like, sometimes, like, the struggle is, like, Real like poverty fucking smacks you in the fucking face and you like oh shit I need to get up out of here you know what I right. mean and like this is and then you're the asshole and then you're the asshole trying to like do things for yourself and mm-hmm. like why the fuck do you want to do these things like just stay in your lane and yeah then, like you know nah man fuck that do what you gotta do man fuck it <laughs> <laughs> seriously yeah just like try to figure out a legitimate way to make it out you know what I mean That's I mean. Hard. Some some of the most important people in the world did some illegitimate things to get there. So. That is true. That is true. Have you guys I'm ever heard of uh, continuing Jay-Z? to do it as well? Huh? Have you guys uh, ever heard of Jay Z? <laughs> I, I wasn't even thinking about Jay Z. I was thinking about Jay Z before. <laughs> some older Who was money, that? even older money than that. Uh, apparently, he was a drug dealer. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah he's, he's like a billionaire. Isn't he a billionaire, billionaire now? Now he's a billionaire. He now is, he's right? investing money in the cannabis industry. Ooh. The audacity. That's where the bread's at, though. Still selling drugs? Damn, think about all the people that got locked up for selling weed and now they still locked up. That shit legal. They what? mad as shit. Yeah, I'd be mad as shit. They'd be mad as shit. They're like, oh, what man, the fuck? They, they, they destabilize whole fucking generations with that shit. Yeah. It's and just now, now, just to, now it's to make just, it legal? It's just, you just better letting people out. Where are the reparations for that? God damn it. <laughs> Nah, but you gotta pay before you get your voting rights back, accordingly in Florida. The, the governor was really? like, oh, because the people that voted in Florida are like, no. Oh, the felons, right? The felons are like, yeah, no, yeah, let yeah, them yeah, vote yeah. again. Okay, but now they gotta pay fines. We're gonna make them jump through some more hoops before they get there. I'm like, dog, hmm. come on, are you fucking kidding me? I mean, I understand when you commit a crime, there's a punishment to play. Believe me, I've gone to jail, I've been arrested, I've had to pay a whole lot of fucking fines. True. You know? um, I've had but, to pay fines, but I don't think I've been. Oh, no, I've been locked up, spent a night yeah. in jail. And, 
Yeah. Eight night. All right. Like, I know. I didn't yeah, do no crazy time. Yeah, because that's what I thought you were playing. No, I didn't want to no, dive no. into that. No, I did not spend more than just like 18 hours in jail, but like I understand other people in there that are like, But you couldn't do more than 48 hours in that because you already know it sucks. Yeah, it's like, no, <laughs> dude, this is terrible. <laughs> this is fucking terrible. And then people are going to have to live here for an extended period of time. I understand certain crimes require certain punishments, but... Dog, for just selling some weed, like it ain't even good weed. Just send him, send his ass home with a fucking. Dog, I, I remember I used to you buying weed with seeds shit. in it, and it's all fucking crusty and shit. I can't remember when was the last time I ever saw weed with seeds in it. Now, now that I'm older, I have recently. Really, with mm. just one seed. I almost thought about keeping it, but I was like, <laughs> I ain't got the time. That's the adult mentality. He's like, I got to get a girl one now. Yeah, yeah, I ain't grow. I ain't grow. I ain't grow. Back in the day, he's gonna put that shit in your fucking dusty Philly. Yeah. <laughs> Take the seeds out of them shits pop when they hit yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm trying to grow cactus and that shit's fucking dying. That shit barely take water. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna take care of a cannabis man. Fuck out of here. Killing the succulents. That's fucked up. Hey, man. Hey, you just said spray it a couple times a week, man. I was like, all right. I can follow those instructions. Psych. <laughs> but yeah, man. All right. So, I mean, we I feel like we've gone all over the place man. yeah do you have a website people can see a collection of all your work um i do like malukphotography.com but that's about to be updated i'm about to like maybe make it conradomaluk.com to like like focus on like also the the music and the everything else that i'm doing you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying to like put it all together have the photography right. and the music and like all the activism work that i'm doing right. um so that that's probably going to be updated soon um, Cause I also like facilitate workshops. I do like a lot of educational stuff like within my community. So like I have next month, I have um, a workshop that I'm doing with the youth with Workers Tenants United out in Chitilawa. So I'm gonna show the kids like talk to them about like the four elements of hip hop and talk about like breakdance. I remember you. So you did yeah. you did something before like that, right? You, yeah, you had yeah. like a whole classroom or you had a whole classroom. Yeah, full of I kids always do and, like yeah. workshops. I've done some in D.C. I also um, done one in um the smithsonian art museum which was really dope we did a whole workshop on like freestyling and the art of freestyling which is really dope (laughs) like yo i've been working with like like live groups son Mm -hmm. like i also had like my work published with the young turks which is really oh true okay yeah with one of my uh Uh, photographs from that mural tour hassan is usually yeah yeah yeah. that shit was really dope so like i've been like putting in work um so like yeah that that website is going to be updated soon so conradomaluk.com um and like yeah got music coming out some real hip hop. It's like Which poetic revolutionary Which I'm still waiting to shoot a fucking shit. video for you, man. Yeah, you <laughs> will, bro. You will. Trust me. Trust me. You will. This like I kind of got like three videographers that want to like do a video, mm-hmm. and like you're one of them. Mm-hmm. So like the other I two, so. but shit. the other two came first. So I gotta have them like. Nah, shoot. man. <laughs> hey, have a podcast. Street <laughs> me above all, bro. Street me now. I'm fucking. In order, son. SNBC is life, boy. Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> how many times did I quit my job to go to? And also, just to remind, what's your name? That kid, Brooklyn. I'm not dodging you. Yeah, I've that kid Brooklyn, busy. yo, like, yo, she's so I, fucking I heard dope. I her music. She's, she's pretty she's good. She's fucking like dope, her. yo. I, like she's, she, I think she's out in Miami right now. Like, she's chilling. But, like, she got a studio, like, 10 minutes from my crib. So yeah, we about to, like, start recording. Yeah, or something? Yeah, some, yeah, out in Burke. So, like, by George Mason University. And we about to... The cops, uh, the cops don't, don't show up there just because, like, it's Burke. And, like, Burke is, like... Yo, it's, it's so... super quiet place. Yeah, it's super fucking quiet, yo. Like, we out in the suburbs and shit. It's shit whack. 
But like <laughs> that shit is fucking yeah. whack, dog. Everyone's so up in up in arms about this Euphoria show. I haven't even watched it yet, Euphoria but I've read. Oh, mm. show. And I was like, oh my god, the suburbs are not like that. I'm a product of the suburbs. We get the fuck down in yeah, the suburbs. Yeah, I was about to say, I know, I know, <laughs> suburban the kids. Fuck they, down they get in all the suburbs, of bro. We party in the trailer park. <laughs> hey man, don't get matter all, where you're yeah, at. Good old trailer park. I don't know. I like living in the city, though. It's I like quiet. living in the city. If your neighborhood you is big enough, no one's gonna fuck with your house. You can have all kinds of drugs running through the party. And as long as nobody crashes into a that mailbox on the block, though. nobody yeah. knows. Yeah. Honestly. This is real. Yeah. Yeah. Remind me not to grow, raise my child in suburbia. I yeah, no, I don't, think I, I, live I don't think I could ever live in suburbia. I can't. Like, it's tough. I just it's want a backyard and a pool, but I want that, like, central. <laughs> 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 and not, I'm not asking for a lot, y'all. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I'm going to let Brooklyn know. But, um, but yeah, 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 yeah. I just want to make sure that it's official. Yeah, she knows, you know, but, like... Yeah, like, we working on some stuff, too. She got her project coming out, which is really dope. And, like, we've been rocking a lot of shows together. Again, we, like, went to the Busboys and Poets show a couple weeks ago. And, like, we opened up together at Songbird. And, like, we got a lot of stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, about about doing a lot of, yeah, always, always working. You know what I'm saying? Like, we also trying to, like, collaborate with other artists that are on, like, similar movements. Because, like, we big on the boom bap, like poetic like real hip-hop shit like we're not really big on the trap like ignorant scene that's happening so like we more on like that conscious level like just making some music right. that people can vibe to but also can learn some from or like you know something that hits their soul that talks about something that's serious you know what i mean so that's that's what's really what we're doing right now just trying to build that movement so that's just been pretty dope awesome yeah. man awesome well, we all, thank you for coming in man any shout outs you want to give before getting off Yo, shout out Street Me DC. Hey, <laughs> there it is. We did not ask him to do that. <laughs> we did not yo, yo, he told you to show me a sign right now. With that sign, I'm fucking with <laughs> What sign? What are you talking about? I don't know what sign. <laughs> Whole lot of gang shit. Out, <laughs> nah, yo, no, for real though. Like, without yo, Street Me DC is really like helped me out as a photographer. Like, just trying to figure it all out. Like, I remember going to the meets every saturday for a whole fucking year like you know what i'm saying i was like like calling off of work and shit like just to make it to the meets for a whole <laughs> yeah, fucking year no just, just, right? just quit yeah, just quit your job and come to the meet you're gonna yeah, have so way more fun <laughs> like shit you know like It'll mad dedicated fuck nah, these bills not guaranteed <laughs> yeah fuck these for bills real. fuck these bills life. dog fuck, fuck them bills yo but yeah candles mad love street me dc um and like everybody out there doing like real shit dog like it's easy you know what i'm saying to go out and like take pictures of like some models or like take pictures of like some you know some seri- like some shit that just happens every day but it's like really dope to like really create something different um to really like build yourself as an artist and make figure an out make an impact and really figure out different ways that you can do that like for instance like when i'm out photographing like i'm always photographing people from like different backgrounds you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i did something with soul development which is a huge group out in california and they're like like you know what i'm saying they're like this black group that's like really building like soulful hip-hop music that's that's talking about shit you know what i'm saying so like it's really dope to be out and doing that type of stuff doing that work because a lot of us aren't represented out in the mainstream and as an artist i feel like that's very important to go out and document those things and speak about those things i agree you know what i'm saying like just latinos in in general yeah it's a hard sell for me with the Latinx thing. Yeah, it's a hard sell for me. <laughs> I get hearing it and not identifying as it is like jarring to the ears. I understand yeah. that. Now I'm not to say that I I'm Latino. I'm, I'm, I'm just. <laughs> I, I self-identify as Latino for sure, yeah. but I'm not going to make the generalization for the people. No, I'm sorry. I meant Latino. 
Latino. <laughs> I'm a whole Latino, you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yo. And there's like a lot of, I don't know, it's, it's pretty dope. Like right now, I feel like uh, around, at least around the area, like seeing a lot of people like starting to do shit for a cause. Even with do, Don't Mute DC, like that yeah. shit is important. Like yeah. people out here and like. people of color. We're, yeah. all, we're all colored. You know what I mean? Like, we, all, we all got some melanin in us, right? <laughs> and no matter, no matter what, the system will always look at us as lesser because of how, because of what the fuck we look like. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's inherent. Like it's not something that you can. We we could. That's what we're fighting right now. It's like just trying to get the some kind of semblance of human rights or whatever. Like what's happening at the border and everything yeah. like that. You know what yeah, I mean? Because all lives matter until they're brown. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shit. <laughs> Yo, did y'all see that video of Mike Pence just looking at the cage? Like, he looks. Dang. He's standing so fucking proud. I'm like, bruh, dog. Like, you ain't worried about what the fuck you're looking at right now? That shit like, is on, insane, G. yo. But that, yeah, like, that's, a different, that's a different podcast, because we can go, I can go all day yeah. about that shit. And we already had almost two hours. Got for real? Yeah, yeah bro, we just talking yeah. shit, man. Yeah. Yo, that, that <laughs> it's shit funny, is the last real, couple, yo. The last couple podcasts, we're going longer and longer, because yeah. the conversation just is, is you know, easy. Hell yeah, yeah, like, damn, yo. But yeah, we can talk about that yo, shit all day, I got family. We got the craziest DM you ever received. Lately, we've been doing these little Easter eggs at the end of our episodes. So like we want people to send us like a little message in yeah. a DM if they actually get so far if into the podcast. The, yeah, they're this far in. Like, what's, oh, a, what's a weird DM that you got? A weird DM? Yeah. Or like as a photographer, as a musician, people feedback like, what's the weirdest DM you got back? Like the purple devil face or whatever. <laughs> let's work. Yeah. Strong arm. Strong arm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> let's work. Strong arm. Yeah. I've, <laughs> yo, I've had a lot of that shit, dog. People just hit me up and be like, yo. I see what you're doing. Let's let's get together and make something happen. Let's work. And then I respond. I'm like, I bet, yo, like I'm out here. Like, what you mean? Let's work. And then the motherfuckers never respond and shit. I'm like, you're not working, son. Like, what the fuck you doing? You know, I'm out here working, working. What the fuck you doing? I had that dog? shit like last week. I hit my man's back. He was like, uh, he never responded to that shit. I'm like, all right, what the fuck? Like, why are you reaching out to me? Um, but like, yo, like this shit's crazy. Like now with like social media, like it's really crazy. Like I begin, like I've gotten some DMs that like I feel like have altered my life. You know what I mean? Like true. People People hit me up to like like I recently got hit up by Boca Floja from out uh New York. Um and he's a huge means, Latin uh, American loose art. Mouth, by yeah, the yeah. Spanish. <laughs> Boca Floja and he's a huge Latin American like legendary MC from Mexico, you know, from Mexico. True. Okay. And like he hit me up, he was like, yo, come out to New York, open up for this uh poetry open mic and like spit some bars. I was like, what? <laughs> Bet. You know what I'm saying? And like say that less. shit say, say less. less, yo, say less, yo. And like that shit is insane to me. Like, damn, like like when people hit you up and like give you those opportunities to go that's out tight. and yeah, do yeah. dope shit, dog. I was like, damn, that's tight. But like in, in terms of like weird, weird like DMs, uh, not too many for real, for real. Like more like that's you fair. know what I'm saying, just trying to build networks and shit. Okay, I feel like your circle is just like just people really trying straight to work. fucking forward. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, my shit like mad straightforward for real, for real. We try to I find you guys an Easter egg, but we'll find you on one on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for the next episode. <laughs> yeah, man. Yo, Conrado, again, man, we appreciate everything you're doing. We, we definitely are Putting uh, on for proud of what you've been man. up to on your own stuff and like the way you've been making music and incorporating your photography and everything in that and the fact that you come out of like the community that multifaceted, we've all been a, multifaceted, been a part of. multidisciplinary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we really just want to make sure we got you on here to just hear your, you know, hear what you have to say. You'll be yeah, we appreciate look forward to that. You I back, appreciate man. that. Yeah. Yo, hell yeah. Yeah, you'll be back. <laughs> I feel like I'm on fucking what is that joint? Uh, What's his name? The dude from Fear Factor and shit. Oh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. We're on the Joe Rogan podcast <laughs> and shit. 
Not yet. Not yet. But we'll get there. We'll get there. That's the whole point. That's the whole point of this fucking thing. That shit is no. I be listening to them joints, yo. That shit is tight. Yo, that man is dedicated. Shout out to Joe Rogan one time, dog. Like you, inspirational as fuck, and all you do is make people laugh and give people. Yeah, I'm just gonna call him real quick. Tell him to come over. Put a song. I wanna have a couple drinks, smoke a little bit of weed, and talk some shit. Come on down. Alright, Charles Jones out here. Fuck it. Brother! <laughs> Brother! <laughs> I saw some aliens. Know, did you guys know that the air makes <coughs> makes people gay? No. No. That's saw some aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked one. Just the Listen other day. Out in Texas. Listen here, you fucker. Why are you gay? <laughs> They're using probes to control your mind. Why are you gay? Why are you gay? Why are you gay? <laughs> all right, yeah. Well, thank you all for listening, uh, and we'll see. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Peace. I have something that I gotta say. Word. Conrado, you ugly as shit, boy. Oh, <laughs> buddy. And hit the response be on the second episode. <laughs> thanks again for listening, and thanks again to Conrado Muluk for dropping by and having a drink with us. Uh, make sure to follow him on Instagram. Again, that's at C-O-N-R-A-D-O. M-U-L-U-C And also make sure to give Street Meat DC a follow And if you're on Twitter and Facebook You can also find us there uh, If you want to find out about the first things going on with Street Meat Make sure you sign up for our newsletter at streetmeat.com uh, And until the next episode, keep shooting <laughs> <laughs>